What up, what up, what up, man? Wake up with me this morning here on the Coach JB Show. We're going to get it after it live right here every day. If you're not a subscriber, make sure you subscribe. We got a hell of a show for you this morning. A uh, lot to discuss. Uh, pretty good QB has the 49ers rolling. Golf has the Lions roaring. Uh, Matt Michesi joins me to break all things down football-wise. Did the Heisman go to the right guy? And got a lot of sad news to share. Uh, Mike Leach is in critical condition. And a good friend of mine, a JUCO uh, coach, a great man, uh, lost his life over the weekend, uh, current head coach. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to break that down as well. Plus, Elon Musk using pronouns sums up how he thinks about his daughter. And uh, we're going to break down Navy firing my boy, Coach Ken Almalato. Again, they lost the overtime to Army over the weekend. And... Uh, he was fired. Result-oriented business. American soccer journalist Grant Wall has died covering the World Cup. Plus, former NBA legend Paul Silas has passed away. And the Chicago Bulls said no to Russell Westbrook. And uh, Lakers look like they're going to be screwed. We're going to break all that stuff down today right here on the Coach JB Show. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag and CandidateCBD.com. Head on over to those places. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps, at CandidateCBD.com, and get you 20% off. Plus, CoachJBStore.com. We're going to have a 20% off all merch starting this week. So come on over to YouTube. Get a chance to win some free merch today. We're going to have a few poll questions, a few trivia questions later on, and I'm going to take live callers if you're a member. So don't go anywhere pound the like button subscribe i'll see you on the other side Somebody on TikTok just said cardio is not cigars are not good for your cardio. I said they're the best for cardio. You have to inhale them, blow them through your nose. It expands your lung system. It gets your heart beating and gets your blood flowing. What are you talking about? Cigars are great. Plus, they enhance the smell and all that. So, um, appreciate everybody joining me. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. We got a lot to discuss today, man. A lot, a lot, a lot to discuss. Uh, appreciate everybody joining me this morning. Uh, Matt McChesney will join me later on. Zach Smith cannot join me. His daughter has to be go has to go to urgent care. He can't call in today. Uh, he will be calling in this week, though. We're going to still have Zach on to talk about the Heisman. Caleb Williams winning it. Was he deservingly right to win it? Uh, plus a lot of other things. But first of all, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code CoachJB. Um, and CandidateCBD.com. Head on over there. Get you a 10 can of dip. Make sure you guys get you some can of dips. The cleanest way to dip. Uh, promo code COACHJB. All caps. And uh, BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BLEAV. B-L-E-A-V. And you get your 50% off welcome bonus. 
got a lot to discuss today, man. We got a, we're going to break down a lot of things. I got to, I got to, uh, before we get into the show, I'm going to get you this quote of the day real quick. Uh, brought to you by Canadips. Quote of the day, enjoy life. There is plenty of time to be dead. I don't understand how a lot of you don't understand that. I think, I don't know if a lot of you really grasp what I just said. I thought it was appropriate to have this quote of the day. We got a lot of people uh, in dire need. You got the prayer birds out there all over Twitter asking for Mike Leach to be prayed for and all these different people. And it's, it's, you know, we always pray for the people we know that's famous, but we never do anything to about our people while they're here and talk to them while they're living. Like, how about you're just your family? You know, I know Mike a little bit. I've sent kids to him. I don't know him that well, uh, just cordially and professionally. But, like, I love when I see all the people. Prayer for this, pray for that guy when they're famous. We never pray for anyone that's just regular. <laughs> like, have you noticed that? I don't know. But anyway, I just thought I would say enjoy life because there is plenty of time to be dead. And a lot of you guys take it too serious, dog. This thing ain't that serious to me. I'm always going to clown you. I'm always going to play. I'm always going to have fun. This thing ain't that serious. You guys take life way too damn serious to be broke. (laughs) I love when I see the serious man who's always the broke one. Always the one that's mad at life. He's always broke. And then you get these billionaires who are always an asshole. It's like, hold up, dog. Life's too damn short. Whole question today. uh, What is more likely? Purdy winning a Super Bowl for the Niners or the Lions making the playoffs? What is more likely of a scenario for the poll question today? Drop it in the comments below. What is more likely, Purdy winning a Super Bowl or the Lions making the playoffs? I'm going to break all these things down today because everybody thinks Purdy's the guy. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it when I'm going to break your burst your bubble today when I tell you that I think Purdy's going to be a nobody And everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, coach. I love when we anoint these kids so fast and so quickly. Uh, I love it when we're – Purdy's the next Tom Brady. Dog, it blows my mind when I hear you novice fans who know nothing about nothing tell me that who's going to be what. I almost piss myself. It's so fucking comical. I'm just going to be honest. Can't wait to break this Purdy character down. Uh, golf has the Lions roaring. Can't wait to break that down. And I don't know if there's a team in the NFL, which I've been saying for the last two weeks, who wants to play the Lions. Who wants to play the Lions right now? I'm just throwing it out there. That should be the poll question. Who the hell wants to play the Lions? Um, contrary to belief, brought to you by CandidateCBD.com. Contrary to belief, sometimes you have to make a decision that will break your heart but will give you peace to your soul. That will give peace to your soul, but it'll break your heart. I had to put my dog down, my ace, my 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 ace, Boone Coon, my number one, Stogie. We all know how I felt about him. Um, just to be honest, hey, man, sometimes you have to make a decision that will break your heart, but will give you peace, uh, will give uh, peace to your soul. Uh, biggest life lesson. Here it is, all right? Don't ever think it can't happen to you. The biggest life lesson, contrary to your belief, is you guys walk around like, oh, that'll never happen to me. I'm just letting you know. 
Don't ever think it it can't happen to you because it can happen to you, dog. And it can happen and it will happen. And uh, if you don't know that, then uh, you're just living in ignorance. Uh, contrary to belief, negative people have a problem for every solution. Let that sink in for what I just said. Negative people have a problem for every single solution. If you don't know what I'm saying, then dog, you don't know. I'm telling you right now. Every person that's negative has a damn problem for a solution. That shit, let that sink in because that's real talk. Um, lots to get into. Uh, yeah, let's do, I had to put Stogie down last Christmas Eve. So that's why this Christmas is a little different. Um, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. But I got his boy with me, Ash, who's in here ripping apart my garage. Um, Ash, come here. Um, he can't get right, boy. I'll tell you, he has his daddy in him something fierce. Um, lots of breakdown, man. Lots of breakdown. Uh, is that who Hutch is playing, Iowa Western? Is that the national title in JUCO? Uh, somebody told me that on, on TikTok. Haven't they played this year already? Uh, and then they're playing for the Natty again? Um, I don't know. We're going to break down. We got a lot of things to break down. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today if you're not one. Uh, I'm here today because I was supposed to be headed to Dallas and not have the show live, but that thing fell through. Uh and I'll be honest with you, man. I, you know, there's not, I'm not going to sit here and bitch and cry and moan. What happened was with this Army All American game was, you know, I'm not going to tell the whole story, but listen, I do things that are organized, structured, and ready to go. And if I am asked to do something long ago and I commit to it, then I set aside a lot of things so I can do it because my schedule is hectic. So having said that, um, last minute this weekend, uh, there was just some uh, philosophical differences uh, amongst a bunch of different people. And there's not a lot of happy campers in this thing. I'm just going to tell you, it's not being ran very well. And uh, ownership um, is really, really uh, inconsiderate and unprofessional. I'm just going to keep it at that. So I don't associate myself with that type of stuff. So that's what I'm telling you the truth. So I'm not here to throw nobody under the bus. Good friends of mine are running the thing. Uh, I do not know who owns the thing, uh, but that's who I got into it with. Uh, obviously, you know, my good friend Noel Mazzoni is running it. Um, we've been talking every day since this thing happened, and it's unfortunate. Sean Salisbury, good friend of mine, is going to – me and Sean, uh, Sean and I, we're going to run the offense together. And uh, we've been we put it all in already. It's ready to go. And then this happened. So uh, out of my control, by the way. So I just want to make sure everybody knows that. Um, so I'm here all week. We're going to have this show and uh, blow it up and keep growing. And uh, that's what she said. Uh, so appreciate everybody coming in. I just keep it real. I don't I don't lie, make up stories. I don't need to do all that. I don't. And I didn't need them. They needed me. I'm just throwing that out there. 
So it's unfortunate. I wouldn't have mind to be out there with the kids and coaches and hanging out, but it's not happening, dog. It's not happening, and that's what happens in life. Things go on and move on and et cetera. Uh, Elon Musk uh, using some pronouns to sum up Twitter, and apparently that's how everyone's not very pleased because apparently he has a trans daughter or son or however you say it, but apparently he's been using pronouns, quote-unquote, to say talk about Twitter which I just think is comical. I think this guy's a billionaire who thinks he runs the world. He don't have a care in the world. And he has created an algorithm on Twitter to where he pops up on everyone's Twitter across the world. So he has he's going to have a billion followers here in a minute. And everyone has to find him. And I just look at him like, well, dog, this guy is trying to be the new like Napoleon or I don't know what he is. Uh, now he's charging some of you $8, some of you $11 um, if you got Apple phones, iPhones. Uh, I got to break down this Twitter thing, man. I I, I got to be honest. I still see more bots and trolls and fake people following me than I've ever seen before on Twitter, which he says he was going to shut down, number one. Number two, um, I have to say, number two part of this is he continues to say this is the best thing for Twitter and social media and freedom of speech, but he continues to block people that talk about him. So it's not freedom of speech. So that's a hypocrite. And I just don't know what this guy, I just think he's a power hungry human who came across some money. By the way, he did not create Tesla. I don't know if people realize that out there. I don't know if you understand this out there. I don't know if you really understand that he's not the creator. He got in on it and bought late and basically took the credit for the two inventors of Tesla. If you don't know the story, you need to go into it and look it up. And I don't know why Netflix or Amazon Prime hasn't done a story on that. That's the real story, but nobody wants to talk about that. But anyway, I don't really care either way, but what he has created, I just want to be clear out here. What this dude is creating is a bunch of fake cats in the world that we already knew existed. And now those fake cats think that they can buy a blue check mark and be relevant to the world. I'm sorry, dog. You guys who buy a check mark, and I don't, I'm just being real with you, is unless it's for like a business or a professional business that you run already and people already know you. Like Matt McChesney on my show, he's asking me every day, he's like, dog, can you get me verified? I don't want to buy this fake Twitter badge uh, check mark thing. And I'm like, dog, I'm going to try. But now that he owns it, I don't know. My guy's not no longer at Twitter. And he's like, dog, because I used to have Twitter. I used to be verified. And then they canceled me. And now I come back. But he's like, I need it for my business. And so I understand if you have a business and you're a known person. Matt played in the NFL six years. He has a business. He runs a company. Like, to me, I get it. But for Johnny, who has 37 followers... To become verified on Twitter is a mockery and the biggest joke. 
and it makes you want to get off Twitter. I'm just telling you, because I see now all these people verified that hit me up, and I'm sitting there. Before, I used to look at it like, okay, this guy's legit. Let me check him out. Now, it's Freddie, who has 13 followers, and I'm just like, oh, my goodness, dog. What are we doing? What are we doing? How are you verified? What gives you a verification? Make their check mark pink or something. Put it in uh, LGBTQ colors. Like, put it in something, dog, because I don't want to see. You don't, you're not. You're not relevant, dog. You're not. And listen, I'm not saying humans aren't relevant, okay? Let me be clear here. But like I said, if I took over Twitter, I would have made everybody verified because you have to create a verification using your real ID, social security, address, everything. Not just pay $8. And then anyone that's not verified, we know are bots and fake and you just delete them. But now he wants to make everybody verified just by simply paying $8. To me, dog, we have the biggest, now you have the fakest people ever being verified. How the hell is that a safer Twitter? To me, it's created the worst Twitter I've ever seen. And uh, I don't know how long I'm going to be on it, to be honest. I don't know how I'm going to be on it, to be honest. Not much longer, dog. Not much longer. Bruce Helms, are you really verified? Are you really verified? Oh, man. If you're really verified, Bruce Helms, I might be having to get off Twitter, dog. Just saying. And I love the young cats that are on Twitter, are on on, on TikTok. My youngest generation of kids. Twitter going crazy right now. What do you mean, coach? (laughs) So, see, these are kids that hear and don't listen. No shit, it's going crazy. Because you guys like you, followers who need to chase clout, who are thirsty, are paying $8, dumbass. No wonder it's going crazy. You all think you're relevant now because you have a check mark with 13 followers. That is the comical side of it. That is what gives me secondhand embarrassment. You really think you're verified. <laughs> oh my God. You really think you're somebody. Elon, you've created a bunch of slapdicks who think they're somebody because you let them get a Twitter verification for $8. You do know that, right, Elon Musk? Oh, my God, dog. It is unbelievable. $8 for Twitter, $8 for a gallon of gas, dog. That's what it is in Cali. Well, shoot. It's coming down. Everyone gives you that play this mind game. Gas is coming down. It's only $5 now. <laughs> I mean, gas should be under $2. Uh, I'll just be honest with you, right? But we're, we're hope we're, it came down from $7 to 5 so everyone thinks we're winning now. No, you're actually still losing by $3, America. Wake up. I just want to be clear. Uh, Caleb Williams wins the Heisman Trophy. Is he deserving? I got to break that down later on. Um Damien Kite said, I bought it, and I only have 28 followers. That's my point. Damien Kites, no offense to you. You're not even a member of my show yet. But, like, you bought Twitter to 
to you bought the verification with 28 followers. I want to ask you why. Damien Kite, here's the mic. Tell us why you bought that. I want to know why did you buy Twitter verification? Please. I want to let you know. Uh, let the world know why you bought Twitter verification. Can we know, please? Very curious to know why you bought Twitter verification with 28 followers. Why did you feel that you had to go get verified? Damien said, because I want to fit in. We know Dar- we know Damien's a troll and a bot in this on this channel right now. We know that too, but I'm going to play along because he speaks for the volume. He speaks for the masses. He speaks truthfulness. You know why? Because that's really what is going on. That is why the irrelevant want to become relevant. You need to think, you think the girls are really following you because of your badge and your verification with 28 followers. <sighs> we are living in a sad world, dog. I got to be honest with you. Uh, Brock Purdy is him. I keep hearing and seeing this. No, calm the fuck down. Let me break it down for you guys. Brock Purdy's not him. Sorry to break your bunch of bubble. He's not him. He is what everyone is in the first few weeks in the NFL who have a little bit of talent, a little bit of swag, and is surrounded with a great football team. Okay? Just so I'm going to be clear. Cam Newton is him. Ryan Leaf is him. RG3 is him. Breaker Mayfield is him. Carson Wentz is him. Kyler Murray is him. Johnny Manziel is him. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, dog. Shut up. Shut up. He's not him. He's played two football games in the NFL. Let me give you a little bit of a... Let me break down why you novice fans should just shut up. You don't know anything about anything. Leave it to the professionals that actually know what he's talking about, okay? Let me break down something. Every time a quarterback comes into a league and he's all uber-athletic, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Carson Wentz came in for a while. Baker Mayfield was so hot and everyone thought he was the guy. And when you're uber athletic like Justin Fields and all these different guys, when you come out and do a ooh and an all play, everyone's already anoints you as the greatest thing ever. Okay? Let me break down something to you. It takes weeks for an average athlete quarterback to come out like a Purdy, who's really, really swagged out, got his team behind him. He's got a quick release, a little bit of Aaron Rodgers in him. He's, better, he's a better athlete than Jimmy G. Um, he's surrounded by great players who he gets the ball out quick, similar to Aaron Rodgers, and he gets the ball to his playmakers in space, which is designed by Shanahan and on offense for the Niners. Speaking about the Niners. When teams understand his strong suits, then they're going to start taking them away. And in a couple of weeks, Brock Purdy hype is going to be over. 
And he's going to be a real average guy who are, who's going to be the, the Niners are going to hit a wall and everyone's going to say, oh, man, what happened? Debo, Debo Samuel got hurt. No, the NFL found out we have to deal with another quarterback. And now we've been breaking down Jimmy G for months. Now we got this guy after we had Trey Lance. So now we're looking into what Shanahan's doing on offense. Now with a new quarterback, their third defensive coordinators have to find you out. Figure you out. Understand what you do. It takes a few weeks when you have a surrounding cast like the Niners do to figure out the quarterback who's halfway decent. Brock Purdy is halfway decent, but just be clear. Let's stop anointing him as the next Tom Brady. (laughs) I can't believe what I see on Twitter. This guy is him. He's the guy. Shut the hell up. You don't know who the guy is. Calm down. You don't know what he is yet. I love to see it on the when ESPN, this guy's the real deal. Shut the hell up. I can't, I can't do it no more, dog. It's such a damn, it's so comical. It is so comical that he's the next guy after two weeks. Did, have you seen his stats? Have you seen his stat lines? Are, are, are we just like being blown away that he's thrown for 400 yards and five touchdowns? No, he's not. He's not. Calm down. It'll be okay. Brock Purdy is not the guy yet. Let's calm down, people, and let's see him play, and let's see if they get figured out like I believe they are going to be, okay? Just calm down. Now Samuel's hurt because, like I told you on this show, that's why I don't put him as a great wideout because he's not. He's an H-back move guy, and you give him the ball in critical scenarios where you are asking for what happened yesterday, and now he's hurt, and he could be done for the year. Now you're really screwed because your playmaker move shift guy is now out. Now you have a similar guy in stature who's 5'11", 6' in Brandon Ayuk, who can't do the same things as Debo. And now you have zero wideouts on the outside who are over six feet that can do anything. You have a tight end who they're going to double team. And then you have McCaffrey who you have to rely on to get him the football in space on the pass game and figure out runs to get him broke loose free. I just see the Niners hitting the wall soon, but what do I know? But let's calm down about the Bur- the Purdy being the best thing ever. All right? Just, just throw that out there. Uh, Navy is fired coach Ken Neomal Totolo. I fucked that up. I, I know I say his name usually right. Um, after the overtime loss to Army in the week, over the weekend, 15, uh, 15 years he was there, 109 and 83. He's the all-time winningest coach in Navy history. It's kind of a shitty deal to fire him after your big game against Army. Um, don't really know what to say about that. Um, no, there's no reason to put a spy on Purdy. He ain't Lamar Jackson, bro. He ain't going to beat you like that. I'm not worried about that. I'm just telling you, defenses will figure him out. It's not, it's just a matter of time. He's not, it's just a matter of the offense. It's not figuring out Purdy. It's not like Purdy's Lamar Jackson out here. 
Purdy is just a guy, a new piece into the puzzle around a very talented roster that now you have to figure out, okay, what do they like to do with Purdy? When these coordinators figure this out, which they will here in the next week or two, now you're going to have it. Okay, now what do we do? And now Purdy's going to be just another Mr. Irrelevant that he was. Um, American soccer journalist Grant Wall has passed away uh, while covering the World Cup in Qatar. Uh, he was de detained just days before wearing a rainbow shirt supporting the LGBTQ community. And there was most likely foul play involved. Okay, listen, man, I got to be honest here. I know this is the realest show on the internet and the planet, and you know I don't hold my tongue, and I tell you the real. I never mean to offend anyone, but if I do, sorry, uh, not sorry. You know, I don't ever apologize because I'm not sorry because that's who I am, and we do what we do, and uh, we do what we, what we do is who we are, and what we say is not who we are. I just want to be clear with you, okay? We are what we do, not what we say we do. So when people apologize, you have to start looking at them and saying, why are you apologizing to me? Because I think this is who you are. You've apologized to me nine times in a row. I'm pretty sure this is who you are. <laughs> I haven't you had the guy? Haven't you had the guy that apologizes to you every single day? Hey, uh, I'm sorry, man. I just can't get out of my own way. No shit, because that's who you are. Why are you apologizing? And furthermore, let me be honest with you guys. Why are you accepting their apology, people? <laughs> like, that's what I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Why are you accepting their apology? Can I ask that question? This whole thing is a situation that's just unbelievable. First of all, Brittany Griner goes to Russia thinking that it is Compton, and I can just take a vape pen in there, even though it's a felony in California, Russia, uh, because it was hash in there and everything else, and it's a vape pen. It's, it's a felony in, a, in like every damn state in the union. But she thought we can go to Russia and do it. And now we trade for the biggest arms dealer in, America, uh, in world history, and we think we won something. Well, we know that's what that is about, and I've already said it. Um, now, having said that, why are we going to these third world countries thinking that we are in Texas? Dog, you're in a third world country. They don't like LGBTQ. <laughs> they don't like Americans. Ignorance is life-threatening. And if you guys continue to go to these places thinking that, oh, I can do whatever I do. LGBTQ is worldwide. No, it's not. I'm sorry. And uh, we're finding out the hard way. And then everyone wants to come to defense of, oh, my God, he died. Guess what? No one wants to come out and say, hey, dog. You're a fucking idiot for going over there and thinking that you were going to do what you do here <laughs> where we're soft as baby shit now in America and we allow anything. We don't coach anything. We allow everything. Qatar don't do it. 
Okay, they took liquor out of the fucking soccer before the season after they signed a $200 million deal with Budweiser. They are doing cats wrong, and you guys think you're going to go over there? (laughs) God, dog, it blows my mind. Coach, you're an asshole, man. You're rude. You're mean. No. I'm real and honest, and you can't handle that. It's okay, though. You know, it's all right. Not everybody can handle my real and raw truth. Just sorry about that. Um, And I'm going to be honest, dog. These people that go over there, they know what they're doing. But they really think they're untouchable from because who they are. You're not. You're not. So, Pedro, you you need to become a member, dog, because I already talked about Brittany on Friday. I broke that whole thing down on my show. So go back and watch the show, become a member. I don't go backwards. I I took the rearview mirrors out of my cars, dog. I don't look in the rearview mirror because I'm not going that way. So you can go back and look at the show. Uh, I don't go back and look at the show. I already said it, what I said. So it's already done deal. Paul Silas, former NBA Coach, legend, dies at 79 years old. The Bulls reportedly are not interested in Russell Westbrook, even after draft picks, uh, even with draft picks. Russell Wilson suffered a concussion. Um, he no longer says, "I let's ride. He says, let me get a ride um, to the hospital because I'm an idiot and uh, now I'm concussed because he doesn't get rid of the football anymore at all. I can't wait to break him down. I got about 20 new game films the other day. Uh, NFL Films and DV Sport combined has hooked me up. And so now I have Jared Goff. I got some Purdy. I got a lot of film that we're going to break down on this show because there will be no last chance cue until after the holidays because Sean is in Dallas for the uh, Army All-American game that I was supposed to be at. Um, So he's going to do that. We'll start after the holidays, five days a week on last chance cue. And then myself and Sean Salisbury are also going to announce a uh, pretty big announcement. I'll, I'll give you a little heads up. Sean and I are starting a nationwide camp. Uh, maybe this spring where we are traveling to a city near you. And we are going to host camps. Two-day camps, three-day camps, one-day camps. With a lot of different coaches that will coach with us. And uh, we're going to call it Last Chance Q. And uh, we're going to take it on a nationwide um nationwide tour of camps because we're so upset about seeing the meat market that this has become and how bad these kids are being abused for their money and not being really coached. And we are seeing it across the football landscape from high school, from youth to high school to college. And it's translating into the NFL right now as we know it. Not only is quarterback play super, super shitty, Football in general is not being coached up at all. So Sean and I are going to get some coaches rounded up, and we're going to use it in a manner of we're going to find the best coaches in that city, and we're going to call you up and come out and coach. We'll pay you a little bit, come out and hang out with us and coach these kids. And we're going to coach you before we coach the kids. And then you're going to coach the kids and show what you learned from us. And it's going to be a camp that no one else has ever done. And we're going to take it nationwide. 
And from San Diego to Houston to New Orleans to New York to Texas to Detroit to the Midwest and Ohio and you name it, Utah, it doesn't matter. We're going everywhere. So we're going to start that up. We're looking at getting some sponsors and some insurance and everything else, a website built out. We are going to do it because we're tired of shit like we just dealt with with this Army All-American game, which is the biggest joke going and we're going to fix why these kids are being used as pieces of meat in the market. But guess guess what, kids and parents? You guys also need to do some research. You guys also need to do some damn research and make sure you understand. If the guy you go to just lines up 100 quarterbacks and then just says, all right, ready, drop, and you take a three-step drop, and then he says, all right, come back in, and you paid him $1,500, you're not very bright. You're not getting individual attention and getting worked by the coach you're at working the camp, then you're not, you're being screwed. How hard is that to understand? Kids, parents, you are fattening the pockets of these con artists. <laughs> That's what these cats are that run these camps. And you are fattening their pocket because they're cool with you. And they let you wear battle gear. And they give you these cool, like, dog, you guys are, it's unbelievable. You know what you're going to get with me? A slapstick hoodie and get your ass out there and get ready to go to work. (laughs) You ain't getting shit from me. But some real tough love and coaching. And if you can't handle that, along with some little mentorship, then we don't want you there anyway. We're going to weed this thing out. Um, exactly. These camps are unbelievable, dog. They're, they're so bad. These camps are so bad. These kids are getting screwed. No, Quincy Avery's a slapdick. He's been on my show. I don't mess with him. Me, we don't really get along. He's a Division II wide receiver who thinks now that he's a quarterback guru. He's absolutely horrible. And he has become boys with NFL players. And now he calls himself a quarterback whisperer or whatever. Dog, you didn't even play quarterback, homie. And you can't call yourself a developer of quarterbacks when the quarterback's already been drafted. (laughs) Guess what? I got three quarterbacks that I raised since they were young kids that made it to the NFL. That is what you call a developer. I'm not just inheriting Deshaun Watson when he was a first-round draft pick, and now I'm saying I'm the guru of quarterbacks. (laughs) No, you're not. You're another fake fuck who walks around here putting these quarterbacks on. By the way, he was also in the manuscripts with all the massage situations. So if you don't know that, you should go look that up. So, yeah, go ahead and let him coach your kids. You guys don't look, you don't turn over rocks, dog. You guys give your kids up to whoever, and you wonder why we're so screwed up. (laughs) Come on, man. I'm good friends with Jordan. Jordan's good, man. Jordan does a good job. Jordan does a good job. Uh, Quincy Avery does not. He didn't even play the position, dog. Do you really think that I'm going to let a kid, a guy coach my kids, that never even played the position he says he's proficient at? 
I, I got to be honest. Coach, you don't need to play the position to coach it. Well, contrary to your belief, yes, you do. And that's why you guys don't get it. And it's okay. You don't need to get it. But that's why you don't understand, dog. Yes, you do need to play the position you're a proficient at, that you say you're a guru at. Because there's little nuances that you will never have a clue about when you're teaching another kid. But a lot of you guys are just throwing your money away to these people because they have Deshaun Watson on their resume. Dog, get real, man. I, that's how much of a follower society we have become. Nobody's self-thinkers anymore. Nobody turns over rocks. But you'll be quick to throw a cat under the bus that you don't like his tweet. Oh, man, JB's an asshole. But I can coach quarterbacks better than anybody in the NFL. <laughs> so guess what? You'll never know that, though, because you don't like my tweets. See, that's the truth of the matter, but you don't really understand it. You don't want to understand it. You don't get it. You don't want to because you don't like that I yell. Oh, he yells. He has whiskey called Slapdick. He has cigars called Slapdick. And there's no way I can go over there and let my kid co get coached by him. But you suck dick from the back every night. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you self-righteous. Shut the hell up. You guys kill me, dog. You kill me. Oh, man, I praise the Lord and Jesus and everybody out there. And please make sure everyone understands that we are the self-righteous of all America. And we just want your offering. Please, here, put your money where your mouth is. And da -da 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 -da. And then a video pops up and you sodomize 17 kids and little babies. And you're the priest and the pastor of the church. That is because you public people out there think that everybody that says what they say means what they say. No. You got to start looking at what they do, my friends. Because you are what you do, not what you say you do. Sorry. And you have fallen for the okie doke. But I tell the truth and don't do people wrong. And I only steer you strong and you think I'm the asshole. That is where we have a problem in society. That is what it is in a nutshell. Sorry. <sighs> and you know what's cold part about it is? After the fact that everyone paid the money, then they come back and say, man, he screwed me. I got screwed. They screwed me over. And then you look into the history of my kids who I've coached, and, and you've never seen a kid say anything bad about me. How ironic is that? And guess what? I never charged a kid ever. One dime. One dime. Ever in my life have I charged a kid. But there's cats out here making millions, and then you figure out, oh, they're liars, cheats, and stealers. Coach JB is an asshole, though. He cusses. <laughs> dog, I'm just being real, dog. Some of you cats are just, it blows my mind, man. I mean, your parents should be castrated for raising you the way they're raising you. I, I'm just being real with you, dog. I'm just being real with you. I, that's the reason I'm not coaching right now, to be honest. I'm just telling you that's what it is. Even though they, I do believe America needs me to coach, uh, I think I will say that. 
I just don't know if he can handle me to coach. And I will be fired day two. <laughs> so I'm just being honest. Uh, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, man. We got a lot to discuss. Before I get into this show too much, I know we're already 45 minutes in. Before I dive too deep, uh, saddens to, to say this, man. A good friend of mine, the head football coach at Highland Community College in Kansas, uh, named Jared Powers, passed away suddenly uh, in his sleep, I found out since posting this last night. He passed away um, suddenly in his sleep over uh, – no one that really knows why. A bunch of coaches on the staff went to find him after they didn't see him all day uh, after some recruiting meetings. And uh, they found him uh, in his bed, um, passed away, unfortunately. I coached with this man at Garden City Community College in Kansas. Uh, was there for about a year, almost a year with him. He ended up leaving for another job. He didn't want to mess with Sims crazy, but he got a head coaching high school job in Florida. Then he went to Limestone College, uh, Division II school in South Carolina. Um, really well-respected dude, man. Uh, you know, um, kind of saddens me that uh, we lost a guy. Young guy, man. Uh, so, like I said, that's why I said, man, what I said. Uh, that's why I said what I said in my quote. Um Enjoy life because there's plenty of time to be dead. So that's just kind of what it is. Then you got Mike Leach right now who's struggling for his life. So I've talked to a few buddies of mine uh, that's kind of got some better sources than a lot of folks. People say that he was uh, put in a helicopter or put in an ambulance. I've 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 found out that they were he was airlifted. So it must it was much more. Um, serious but i have seen that he kind of posted a cameo video uh we both do cameos and he was doing a cameo video from the hospital and then i've heard other things like some people i think are out there faking things and writing things like oh my god i can't believe he's gone and all this so i have it's incredibly hidden on the wraps i know there's an interim head coach right now in mississippi state coaching for him um but having said that um you know, it's it's uh we're gonna wait and see what ends up happening, but um we're gonna see what what's what ends up being. Uh, ho hopefully, uh, he's okay. I, I couldn't imagine him not coaching. Uh, but you know, it's unfortunate. Um, but apparently he had a massive heart attack. I had I don't know if that's been released yet or not, but that's what they're saying. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um. Clearly, Mississippi has the best JUCO football, but the national title is being played between a Kansas and an Iowa team. <laughs> Dog, do people really just say shit to say it? Like, I'm curious. I'm serious. Do people just say shit to say it? Mississippi clearly has the best. Really? Well... From what I understand, the Kansas football team won the Natty. Last year, New Mexico military won the Natty. This year, Hutch, a Kansas Juco, is playing an Iowa Juco, Iowa Western, for the Natty. So I haven't heard of a Mississippi school playing for a Natty in a while. How are they clearly the best? <laughs> like, 
I, I, dog, people just say shit, homie. Like, that's what I'm saying. People just say stuff now. That's just what it is. People say stuff to get likes and retweets. They're thirsty. That's why you guys go buy $8 verification badge on Twitter. You have to do it because you live at your mom's basement eating donuts. You don't have any other choice. You are a bottom feeder. That is what you do. That's why you pay $8 to be verified, to be relevant in the in society. You didn't know that? I didn't know you didn't know that. I mean, this guy's clearly just looks for Mississippi's the best Juco, clearly. <laughs> Haven't played for a natty in years, and uh, I don't know anything that they do that's the, clearly the best. But anyway, um, so anyway, hopefully Mike Leach gets out of this uh, unscathed. Um, the Bulls reportedly are not interested in Russell Westbrook. The, the Lakers beat the Detroit Pistons last night. And that's not saying a lot. Uh, Lakers lost three in a row before that. Um, don't know if the Lakers are salvageable. Uh, I don't know what they can do to become salvageable. I don't know if uh, they could save their season. I do believe they need to trade Russell Westbrook and a few others. Uh, I heard for DeMar DeRozan and uh, Vukovic or whatever. That would be great. I would take that in a heartbeat, but I don't think they can get it done. Uh, Penn State knocks off Illinois 74-59 in college hoops. Arkansas beat Oklahoma. Kentucky beat Yale by only 10 points. Again, Calipari's a great recruiter. Bad coach. That's just my opinion. He should have many more national titles. Purdue beat Nebraska. Uh, Alabama takes down number one Houston, which was the shocker of the uh, year so far. And Penny Hardaway and the Memphis uh, Tigers knock off Bruce Pearl and the number 11 Auburn Tigers, 82-73. Arizona beat Indiana by 14, and BYU beat number 21 Creighton. Uh, Tennessee beat Maryland by three. And then the number one uh, freshman basketball star, Henzo Emanuel, throws down Monster Slam for Northwestern State. Uh, I don't know if you know, if you saw that dunk uh, last night. It was pretty impressive. Uh, Tom Brady is open to returning in 2023 and will be an unrestricted free agent. I think it's time for Tom Brady to hang it up. He's been the GOAT for a long time. Tom Brady needs to give it up. He looks bad. He looks like uh, he needs to get with his kids. And, and, and I mean, dog, how long can you play? You, you're not going to get a huge $200 million contract. Your time has passed. You have to make it in other ways. You've already been offered $375 million to be in the booth. Go in the booth and do your thing. Because, dog, this is a bad team. I think I said it on my show. But what do I know? What do I know? I think I've said it on my show that the Bucks weren't going to be very good. Tom Brady was going to struggle. Please go look up the receipts that y'all say because I got receipts. Uh, I think I've said it, but I know there's so many people out here that predicted they're going to win a Super Bowl. I want to see all those people come back and say, I eat crow. Since you're so quick to point out the two things I miss on. <laughs> You missed Russell Wilson. You said he was going to go to the playoffs and win a Super Bowl, play for a Super Bowl. Okay. I missed on Russell Wilson and I missed on Matt. Um, fuck, I don't even know his name anymore. Um, 
for the Colts. Um, what is Matt's last name? Holy shit. That's how bad he's been this year. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan I missed on in the Colts. So I missed on the Colts and Matt Ryan and the Broncos and, and Russell Wilson. Yay. Clap it up for me. I missed on those two guys. So did everyone else in the world, by the way. I'm not going to say that nothing. But uh, how many people said Brady was going to ball out and win a Super Bowl when I said they were going to struggle? I don't know. Not too many. Um, but nobody talks about that. The Chargers get a big win. I, I, I picked them to win. Justin Herbert was 39-51 for 367 and a touchdown. He uh, second all-time uh, with 39 completions in a football game, four behind Drew uh, Phillip Rivers, who had 43 in a football game for the Chargers. Uh, this is why I continue to say Herbert is the guy, uh, is a guy. A lot of people are always, you know, last week, Herbert ain't nothing, coach. You said he was the guy. So now guess what? This week, though, all oh, Coach A.B., you right. Herbert's the guy. <laughs> like, dog, which one are, which one is it? You guys are so fair weather, dog. My boy Brian Case, where you at? You in here this morning? Brian Case, you sitting here this morning? Brian Case hits me up on Twitter. Jared Goff's the guy. Calm down, homie. I know you're the homer, homie. Homie the homer. I love my homers. I get it. You're a die, ride or die Detroit fans. You're a Michigan Wolverine. You're a Detroit Lion. I get it. I appreciate it. I respect it that you like your home teams. Brian, I appreciate you loving your home teams, but calm down, dog. The guy got traded for a reason, and they won a Super Bowl immediately after he left. <laughs> Let's calm down. I said on my show, golf is a top five ball spinner in the NFL. He can spin it with anybody. Big time arm, throws a great ball on time. He, he can get it done on when he has the weapons around him that he has. He will implode, though. Let's just give it time. He will implode when the game gets tight and buttholes pucker. He will implode. So let's just be clear. He's had a few good weeks in a row. And by the way, Detroit's been balling on offense all year long. I've been saying it on the show. He's been balling all year long. The defense is horrible, and they, and they figured out a few things on defense. And now the Lions have won, what, five out of six? And I've been saying it for the last three weeks on this show. Who the hell wants to play the Detroit Lions right now? Nobody. Nobody. I wouldn't want to play the Lions if I was an NFL team right now. I would not want to play the Lions right now. And they're, and they're knocking on the door uh, to get an NFL playoff berth in the NFC. So, I love when people come out. Jalen Hurts won't want to play him. Like dog, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a figure of speech. God damn! I mean, some of you cats are that simple-minded. Jalen Hurts don't want to play Detroit. <laughs> Holy shit! And by the way, no, I bet you Sirianni does not want to play Detroit right now. Since, but but Jalen Hurts apparently is the only guy that will play him, right?
Yo, yo, you guys got me? Yo, yo, yo. All right. Uh, all right, cool. Shit, I don't know what happened, dog. Power went out in the, the whole block, it looks like. Um, it just popped back on, so I started back up. Apologize. I hope everybody's here. Um, my internet, everything's down, so it's back up, running. Appreciate everybody coming on back in. Man, power went out. It's been storming the last two days. It's supposed to rain and uh, be crazy for the next week out here in Cali. So just want to let everybody know. Um, shit happens. I see it happen on McAfee all the time. So if it happens on his show, then shit. I know it could happen on my slapdick show. Um, all right. I don't even know where we were, but we're getting after it still. Uh, Matt's going to join me. Matt just joined me. Matt, you hear me? What's up? Uh, my power just went out, dog. I just started back. I just started the show back up. I, I lost power. Oh. Whole damn power shut out on me, man. Now I don't even. Now I just. Now I'm flustered, man, and I gotta enter the portal. I'm, I, 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 my life's fucked up. I can't function. Um. Not gonna no, be able to move forward. Fucking world we live in, by the way. Um. I got. I wanted to show a bunch of shit, dog. I had a, all kind of shit. My boy passed away. A head coach for Highland Community College, man. He passed away uh, this this past weekend. Um. In his sleep, head coach at uh, Highland Community College, and it's just uh, it's crazy. Um, I wanted to break I wanted to break this down with you, Matt. Uh, a five star wide receiver says he will pick Tennessee, Oregon, or Penn State based on which school fans buy his digital trading cards the most. Uh, this was inevitable, but it's genius by the player. Um, I don't know if that's genius or or just uh unbelievably crazy what do you take with that i i don't i don't know where all this is going bro i mean i'm gonna pick a school based on who buys my trading cards the most i mean you know i i wish i wish that i could get through to this generation when they're talking about pennies and pounds I mean, I just wish I could because I keep stressing the importance of not chasing pennies when pounds are on the other side of the mountain. All you got to do is walk up the hill. And again, if you're a grad transfer and you, you're chasing pounds for pounds and they're offering you six figures to go somewhere, that is totally different. I'm not talking about you. But the 50,000 kids in the transfer portal that don't have degrees and walked away from starting jobs – or the comp or the ability to compete for a starting job to chase pennies and now sit in the portal. And now I'm, you know, like the parents are all pissed off. The kids are all pissed off. And I'm like, bro, there's 52,000 people in the transfer portal and more going every day. This isn't going to get easier. It's going to get more saturated. Everybody that goes in weighs you down and you went in. So you're weighing the next guy down and you know, it, it's crabs in a bucket. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, you better have a lot of, you better be really good. You better have tape. You better have something lined up uh, before you go in the transfer portal to make sure you have a job or you literally could have played your last down of college football and you never even had a senior day. You didn't have all the special shit you're supposed to get because college football is supposed to be different than, than the NFL. And look, my mindset's kind of changed on this over the last month, just with the, being behind the scenes and the closed doors conversations and this, it, I, I can't help it, man. I feel 
it makes me feel a little dirty. And I, I just, it just, it's just dirty. And the whole situation is, it's becoming a little bit too uh, professional if, if everyone's not getting paid. So yeah, if, if everyone starts getting paid now, coach, like not just NIL, they need to come up with something better than this. Because uh, everybody hey, needs to get paid. No, this ain't paid. the way to do it. This ain't the way to do it, man. This We're going to have an implosion on our hands. We are having, and when people start to look side eyed at Nick Saban because I'm the starting, I'm the I'm the backup right tackle. My name is Matt. I'm the right tackle's backup. I don't play a lot. My jerseys don't sell in the student store, and nobody gave me a car deal. I look at him as if, fuck you. I'm going to chase greener pastures. And I'm just telling you, if we pay these guys based on their scholarships, which used to be the D2 model, which was great, we could split scholarships, we could make more out of less, we could do things, cats will at least say, okay, at least I know where I stand on the on the poll. Well, you um, know what the biggest problem is right now? You just said it, poaching, tampering. Like, if this uh, was happening in the National Football League, people would be get suspended for a year. They'd be losing their jobs. Clubs would be getting fined millions of dollars and be getting docked draft picks. But in, in college football, you've got guys that are actively on rosters meeting with other coaches, flying in to meet them and shit, offering them money and shit. And just it's it's poaching a player off of another roster, and no one seems to give a fuck. And I just I think it's teaching this generation of player a really, really bad lesson, too, that you should chase money. And chase like chase, you know, make believe opportunity for a year, year long opportunity. That's what it is. It's not like you're signing a six year contract with wherever you're going. You know, if you can play, the NFL is gonna find you. I don't care who you are or where you play. If you can play, especially these days, they're gonna find you. You don't need to necessarily go from one power five to another just to be seen or just to be like just to get an opportunity. You think it's gonna be any easier there? There's guys there that are good. So I just, I, I don't know, man. This entire situation is really pissing me off. These young coaches, though, who, are, who, who haven't yet really laid a foundation in this business, they're coming into this profession at the worst time ever of, in, our world, in, our, in our lives of coaching. They're coming into this thinking this is the way. This is the way we do things when it's not, and this is not going to. I listen. If this is the way that we die, we die. We when me and you die, and this is still the way college football is, then we have had a horrible failure in. Uh, it won't be in this world. I just don't this see that. This won't last sustainable, this won't right? Last long, bro. But you know what it is, though, Matt. It's not. It may not be sustainable. I hope we agree. I hope it doesn't. I hope it's not. I hope we are right with that. But how long is it going to take to change the mindset of these young coaches who are in this business now, who I've talked to three guys over the weekend, head coaches, big-time prominent head coaches who have said, JB, during the games, we got dudes hitting up our dudes to go transfer to our place. We're getting phone calls after the fact. And then we got guys on our campus from other schools. Dog, this morning alone, before I even woke up, I was getting text messages from other coaches, from coaches at other schools asking about guys at schools. Like, hey, I, I coach for X. 
How about player at Y? I know he's still on the roster. Could you talk to him and see if he'd be interested in coming to X? And I'm in the middle, like, uh, I get those all the time, Matt. I I don't I don't yeah, yes I guess I'll talk to him. But what the fuck what the fuck is in this? From first of all, the middleman. There's no agents. There's no money managers. There's no like. There's nobody here that's like legally signed up to help the kids. I'm not an agent, and it it's. Bro, this this entire situation has corruption written all over it, and it's dirty, and the back fucking alley deals and the handshakes, I'm not with that shit. I'm a look you in the fucking face type, and this shit is driving me nuts, coach. It, it Like, I, I was for it until I saw it, and now I'm looking at it, and I'm against it. I don't give a fuck. You call me a hypocrite all you want. Fuck you. I don't care. This shit is going to destroy college football. And I'm telling you, the fabric of college football is recruiting high school kids, not recruiting retreads. And the transfer portal in the the natural uh, state of things is junior college. That is the transfer portal. You go to JUCO and get your ass some tough skin, get your ass a degree and learn how to understand that. This is what we're missing. How many great players went to JUCO? Especially if you play for me. It's football jail, right? But you know what you'll learn? You'll learn to respect an Alabama facility or appreciate the Thank Alabama you. facility. How about the fucking Colorado facility? It's unbelievable. Yeah. You, will, you will appreciate that leaving Independence, Kansas. There, there's people online like, oh, CU facilities aren't up to snuff. And I walk around, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? This place is like the spaceship. What? This it's just the Broncos facility. Dude, people don't realize. That's why. But that tells you right there, Matt. Are people going to understand? Are presidents and shit are going to say start saying, you know what, we're wasting money because it don't matter about our facility no more? Because man, I've been saying this for years. I had eight players play for me at Compton Community College with a dirt track, no field turf, grass that had sprinkler heads sticking out of it, where we were ready to break an ankle. And I had eight players in the NFL on those teams. No locker room, no weight room. If you can recruit and buy and kids believe what you're selling, it doesn't matter where you are. And am I a true opinion? Now you triple that with this money being thrown around. Nobody gives a fuck about Colorado's facilities. They don't care where they go if the money's right. I don't know, man. Bad situation right now, but I've been saying it for a long time. It's just it's unbelievable. It's a conundrum that the college football landscape, when the NCAA did this, when they said, fuck it, everybody do whatever you want, shame on you. I mean, it just shows how much of a fucking inept piece of shit, like just total scam job uh, collection of people you are. The NCAA NCAA was awful before this. The NCAA is a joke afterwards, once again. I'm an asshole, though, because I went on Pat McAfee and I said, NCAA, oh, you mean the non-caring assholes of America? And everybody thought I was was crazy and an asshole. But now guess what? Sure look that way, don't it? Well, the NCAA is a clown show. Those guys don't give a shit about the kids. They care about TV revenue. And now now they don't care about anything. They used to have rules and, like, I remember people getting suspended for taking a hundred bucks. Where the fuck are you now with this rampant corruption that's happening? And if people, if you don't think it's corrupt and you're okay with it just to win a game, then I guess SMU should get all of its shit back, huh? Yeah, and Eric Dickerson made more money than any of those fucks. He don't. You think they, that 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 mattered? Like, dog. I, let me ask you this: uh, 
And then we have greats, coaches out here who actually turn boys into men. Um, Ken Noamatololo, the head coach at, at Navy, was fired after the Army loss. Um, been there 15 years, 100, uh, I believe 109 wins or something. Um, because they didn't beat Army, and then they've had some down years here. You know, this is a guy that's turned down Georgia Tech, uh, Stanford, uh, Cal. He's turned down job after job after job. UW, Washington, Oregon State when it was open. Everybody's came after him. And he said, you know what? I'm going to stay here. That is what loyalty gets you in this day and age. We already knew this profession was never going to be loyal to any of us. But at the same time, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to keep, we're going to keep blasting out kids and, 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 and condoning their, their, their behaviors and allowing them to do whatever they want. But then the sacrificial lamb of this is always been the coach and it always will be. The kid is the resource. The coach has to do everything to keep his job. And that is why I never agreed with the kid being put on the same pedestal. But a lot of us have been, been doing this. And I, I just think a great man got fired. And now I believe he's let his time pass. Uh, you know, he was he could have been Colorado's coach at one point. He's turned down so many opportunities. And I, I was telling him years ago, man, you need to bounce. And now who knows if he ever gets a job again. Because you know how this business is, Matt. Uh, he's not sexy no more. Well, I will say this, this, look, there shouldn't, this shouldn't be happening. There's enough money for everybody to get some, just like the NFL. There's enough money for everybody to be comfortable. There's enough money for everybody to make good money. There's no reason for it to be like this. It doesn't need to be the wild west. It's amazing to me that a college atmosphere with structure everywhere can't figure out how to structure this. They got all these academics everywhere and all these smart people. Not one of them can figure out how to figure this out. <clears throat> and this is going to be the downfall of college football. And I, look, when I say college football, I mean division two and Colorado school of mines and like right up the street in golden playing for the national championship against fair state on next on the 17th, big time. I'm talking about one double a football. Eventually they're not going to be able to sustain and compete because nobody wants oh, to Northern Colorado's and those Colorado's Eastern Washington's North Dakota States. North Dakota's, those places play good football, put out good players, but they're going to go bye-bye eventually. I feel like the, the 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 group of five schools, once they conference realign, they'll all be left behind, and that'll be another feeder to the big boys. So all, all these other levels have become are non-realistic kids forgetting that they were recruited to a spot and looking at themselves in a the mirror and thinking that they're better than they're better than they are. Then they jump in the transfer portal and realize that it's just like high school recruiting all, all over again. No one's looking at their film. No one gives a shit. Everybody's looking at the measurables. No one cares what their grade point average is. No one cares what their community service is. No one gives a shit. That's all, that's all fucking hogwash for the TV cameras. And then when it doesn't happen, they sit there in the portal and they start pointing fingers. And in reality, they should point the thumb and go, maybe I should have fucking stayed where I was and just played college football like a regular dude that I am. This is the thing. I'm going to say this to all the football players out there, and I beg you to listen to me. There's like 1% of the 1% that are superstars that are going to make endorsement money. The rest of us are fucking trench grunts, even the skill players. You wear a helmet. No one can see your face. 
You're replaceable. You're not as good as you think you are. You're not as valuable as you think you are. You're not going to go out and get a fucking car deal or a shoe deal. You're not that guy. But the game can still give you everything you want if you'll just be humble enough to know that you can get all of it by working and being consistent, not jumping program to program and in and out of the portal and angry at the world because you have to work for a new coach or this guy doesn't like you or this guy got an endorsement deal and and I didn't and I'm special. All that shit needs to be thrown to the wayside. You're not fucking special. You're just another dude. And until everybody in football realizes this, we're going to continue to have this problem. And, And look, there are people running to the transfer portal like I'd rather I'd rather sit in the transfer portal and have the excuse of, well, this coach where I went where I went to school fucked me, and that's why I'm never going to play again. And I had to go to the transfer portal. When in reality, the coach said this: If you want to go to the transfer portal, go. If you're gonna if you're gonna stay here, I'm gonna work your ass off and try to drive you into the ground and see if you're gonna quit. Well, I'm I'm gonna be the second guy. I'm gonna look at him and go, "You're never gonna fucking make me quit. I'm gonna be your starter next year. Let's go to fucking work." Not the, oh, my God, coach said I had to compete with a, like, a, a fabricated five-star. That, well, we're bringing in all these five-stars. Who? Well, we're bringing them in. What, it's a hypothetical five-star? So you're competing against a guy that he, it's not even there yet. You're there, and you're letting them run you out the building with the fear of work and competition. And all if I'm a coach and you're afraid to work or compete, why the fuck would I go back into the transfer portal to get you? When they evaluate a kid in the transfer portal, any coach, who do you think that coach is going to call? Do you think they're going to call, like, some of them are going to call me, the guys I work with, the 1% of 1% of the country, but the other 99% that don't have somebody that, that can vouch for them outside of their college coach, they're going to call the coach that you just walked away from that you told you didn't want to compete. They're going to be like, hey, ring, ring. Hey, coach, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Hey, I saw that player X went in the transfer portal. What do you think about him? Oh, you mean the kid that just sat in my office and told me he didn't want to compete and he's scared of it and he ran to the transfer portal? That kid? Yeah, recruit him. That would be fun. And then the other coach hangs up the phone and goes, fuck that. Why would I want that? But, man, I got to be honest, dog. Why is is nobody calling out our brethren? Like, am I the only one that calls out even my boys that I know – at the four-year level, I've been on the phone with, and I'm like, look, dog, my word don't mean shit to you. I get it, Sark. I get it, Lane. I get it, whoever else I talk to, Marcus, and all these different folks I know. But you have the power to stop it by not taking these motherfuckers. Why am I the only one that thinks this way? Because the rationale is, to me is, JB, we have to do what the Joneses are doing. If we don't, we'll lose. Bullshit, homie. I have 10 players from Indy in the NFL who were not offered Division I scholarships. I went and fucking found them. They weren't Division I offered kids, but they were Division I talented guys if you have a fucking eye for personnel like Pete Carroll does with his D2 corner that's going to be a fucking next yeah. Richard Sherman yeah, and the this- running back who may be the rookie of the year who yeah, none of them were big-time fucking yeah, D1 you just, guys. You answered your own question. You answered your own question. You said... Eyes for personnel. Bro, this is how offers go. Nobody nobody fucking evaluates anymore. And it's the easiest time to do it with social media and videos and a portal in your pocket. And it's the easiest time to evaluate kids and they still don't do it. 
here's how people recruit. Here's how co college football coaches recruit, all of you. I don't uh, care if you don't like what I'm saying today, deal with it. This is You know you do this. Player X gets offered in Colorado. He gets offered by Colorado, okay? Two days later, he gets Indiana, Penn State, Oklahoma State, S San Diego State, places all over the fucking map from the East Coast to the West Coast. Do you really think that all those coaches picked up the fucking portal and they were like, oh, my God, let me evaluate this kid. He just got offered by Colorado. Or or did an offer pop up on the fucking sheet that everybody has in their computer and somebody goes, oh, look, here's a 6'5", 300-pound tackle that got offered by Colorado. Well, he checks the boxes there, so I guess he'll check the boxes here. Yeah, dude, man, I got to be honest with you. I That's not evaluating. I used to cuss coaches out and kick them out of my office because my kid got an offer that I did not know about. And everybody called me an asshole. No, well, you know what? What happened to professional <laughs> courtesy to let you know, hey, Coach Brown, we're offering Matt McChesney here at Auburn. We had him on a visit. I appreciate it. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Why did I find this out on Twitter, Coach? You know why? Because guess what? Did you know he robbed McDonald's last night too? Oh, what? No, but you would have known that if you'd have let me know. Professional yeah. courtesy. And yeah. guess what? I would have said, you know what? He can't play at Auburn. Or you know what? You have a great kid. But you know what, Matt? You know why they told me this after I started to deal with them and I started getting handwritten letters from these big time coaches saying, you know what, JB, you're right. And we need to be better. You know why they said that? Because of the fact that I said, oh yeah, my kid Rob McDonald's, but you give him a hundred thousand dollar scholarship. And then the coaches that allow it in, in junior college and high school. If you allow a D1 to offer a kid without letting you know first, and you don't say nothing about it, and you don't blast that motherfucker, you are doing a disservice to the game and these kids. You know why? Because you are going to be the fucking sacrificial lamb at the end of the day. Who do you think Brian Kelly's going to say gave me the kid? You, head coach, you. And guess what? You had no opportunity to even say, hey, coach, this kid's no good. He's not. He's a shitbird. But they offered him already. And you know what they told me why they offered him that? Similar to what you just said. Because LSU offered him and they saw it on fucking Twitter. Exactly. Guess what? They offer him. Well, they well, have we might as well offer him. Coach, we got to offer him right away, Coach, or, or we're going to be behind. We're not going to get a chance to sign him. That's not recruiting. No shit. That is fucking and, lazy. And I'll be honest, Matt, 350 so million kids are in America. 350 million. And guess what? I used to look at the rosters of all the JUCOs that signed on signing day. And I'm sitting there like, fuck, I don't know that kid. And I don't know this kid. And I don't know that kid. And you know what? I talked to the coaches at the other schools, and they said the same thing. We don't know who you have, JB. Because there's 350 million, and I believe JUCO's the best recruiters in America because we actually turn over rocks and go find kids in the well, fucking backwoods of 10-mile well, fucking... I got to agree with you on this. Like, I, I'm going to use two schools as an as a, as a a uh as an opportunity here to talk about this. Number one is Colorado State Pueblo and John Riston. Okay. John Riston. Great, great dude. I've known him since he was at UCLA. Great dude. He's an unbelievable man. Great coach. He was one of my position coaches at CU for five years when I was there. I love him. He got the job at CSU Pueblo and he literally sits around and goes, oh, I don't even deal with recruiting really until after the first signing day. And then he just opens up his shirt and he gets guys like Ryan Jensen, Morgan Fox, who had a massive sack last night to help the Chargers win. Mike Pinnell, who's a 12-year pro nose tackle for the Bears. You know, the, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And, and it's just sprouting those guys out. And 
guys that were Colorado born that just didn't get a lot. And by of the way, when I was at Fort Hayes State, Matt, they didn't even have football yet. Yeah, that's my point. And then like Colorado School Mines, they're going, you know, to the. By the way, we used to beat them seventy to nothing. So he's done a hell of a job there at a mine school, which is a four point to get in. Greg Brandon, who recruited me at Colorado, took that job and built it into what it is. Passed it off to Brandon Moore, the the mad backer, who has turned it into a fucking powerhouse. I'm actually meeting with their center, Matt Andrezi, tomorrow uh, for combine training. He's an NFL prospect. He, you know, he, they, 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 it's littered with talent. They've got two of the best players in the state going there this year. Guys who are too small for the D1 school, which is fucking ridiculous with a 4-0 in the player of the year. Because they don't look. They only look at like how, how long your arms are and shit. But they don't understand that, you know, football is very similar to porn. If the if the guy's dick is this big, but it's this big around, it's going to be a good porno. <laughs> you and know, the what I'm like they it. won't recruit him if he's this big. So, like, it, sometimes the guys who are undersized and don't look like football players, quote unquote, those are some of the best players that have ever played this game. I.e., Zach Thomas, and you know, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, undersized guys or you know, guys who look like they shouldn't be playing the position, like Ted the Stork Hendricks. He was like six eight, bro, playing outside linebacker. He's a fucking Hall of Famer. So I, I look at it like the NIL and social media specifically have made people super lazy, and college football is no different. And it's one of the reasons why Division One AA and D two and JUCO and some of these other you know non Division One areas where we play football. Why so many players come from those schools? Why so many players in the NFL come from those places? Because the NFL, the the evaluators in the NFL, if you're a scout in the league and you walk in and you're like, "Hey, uh, Mike Vrabel, we should, <laughs> we should, we should draft this guy because the fucking Jaguars are going to draft him," he's going to look at you and go, "Get your shit and get the fuck out." Now we're not on the Jaguars standard. The guys who play for Jacksonville can't play here. Leave. And now in college, it's like, oh. This just happened. My big freshman, Brett Cool J at Valor High School, is 14 years old, 6'6, 280. Okay, played every, started every game at 5A Valor, the highest level here in Denver, to all year, played the state title game. Great player. He's, he got offered by Colorado. A week later, he got offered by Oklahoma, and then Penn State out of nowhere offered him. And now he's got people just piling on. And look, this is what we do at 6 0. So I'm really proud of him. And I know he can play at that level. So I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. My problem is, as a college coach, if I had to go, look, I didn't get the job at CU. It sucks, but whatever. I'm still going to help him. Coach O'Boyle is awesome. He's the, he's the new online coach up there. He came with Coach Lewis from Kent State. Makes sense. So, it's I said weeks ago. To, to say that, like, if, if Coach, let's just use O'Boyle and Billy Best. Billy Best is, is the online coach at CSU. Coach O'Boyle is the online coach at CU. If one of, like, see, CSU offers a kid and then Coach O'Boyle looks at that and goes, oh, shit, CSU offered this kid, now we have to. I'm going to respond to that with the standard in Boulder and the standard in Fort Collins are not the fucking same. Why would we go after a kid that's going to CSU unless he fits our standard? And in that case, how did we miss him in the first place and let them offer him first? So that is a major problem in college football, along with NIL and mass offering and all this other bullshit. And I'm telling you, man, the, the players, I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to yell it from the fucking mountaintop this time. <clears throat> Unionize. All the players, stop fucking playing. Do not play next year. 
Just sit down and stop playing. Unionize immediately. Find somebody smart that can help run the union. Get half the revenue. Go get guaranteed money for everybody structured when you walk in. Take care of everyone, not just the 1% or the 1% are going to be the reason the other 99 revolt. Period. It's already happening. It happened in Tennessee. It's I've heard stories of it happening all over the country where jealousy is getting involved in, in college football locker rooms because one guy's making 20 and one guy's making dick. I've been so saying this for two years. I know you've been saying it. That's what I'm talking about. College football players, you need to have representation. You need to have smart people behind you. You're all a bunch of kids, and they're going to prey on you. Unionize immediately and stop playing under this system. You know how much fucking money they'll lose and how fast they'll be at the negotiating table after week one next year? If none of you play, they billions of dollars lost on one Saturday if you just sit the fuck down and go, we want half, period. I'm just telling you, I don't know if that's the way either, but I'm just telling you this. Dog, we have a fundamental problem in... I don't think think uh, it's a problem. I think the structure is the problem, not the money. Look, money uh, in football works on Sundays with 23-year-olds. Why wouldn't it work on Saturdays with 22-year-olds? The people that are running the programs are the fucking problem. The NCAA is the problem. The no rules and Wild West atmosphere is the problem. That's my opinion. You know who who looked really good yesterday? Oh. Brock Purdy. I know. We're going to – I'm going to break this down. I know. He's the next Tom Brady. I get it. He's Tom Brady. Fucking shitting me. For one day, he looked pretty good. I know, Matt, but it's two weeks, and I'm tired of seeing everybody fucking anointing him. Well, as fuck anointed him just now. All I said was he looked too good. I didn't anoint anybody. I, I said know, I'm not talking about you. I'm telling you, he I'm seeing pretty- it everywhere right now, and I'm like, calm down. He looks pretty good, but I will say this. Tom Brady will be the quarterback in San Francisco next year. Tom Brady better fucking give it up. He yeah, looks Brady, Go to San Francisco and win another Super Bowl. Hey, uh, Chris... Chris Beard, breaking news, was arrested today, the head coach of Texas basketball uh, for domestic violence. Um, these guys just can't get out of their way, man. I, I, I just can't understand making five, six, seven million a year. Like, I'm going to stay out of the way. First of all, I'm going to be single like I am. It's so nobody can fuck my money. Yeah, I'm not gonna, there's not going to be any domestic violence in my house because I'm divorced and there's a reason why I am. Uh, I've never been married and I'm going to stay that fucking way. You know who's going to get my money? My dogs. They're going to get my fucking money. And anyway, uh, <laughs> I just can't understand it. But guess what, Matt? He'll get. He'll be the next head coach at fucking Baylor, though, and and... and and me and you will sit here continually be called shitbirds, but we actually don't condone the shit. But guess what? We're the assholes. Uh, um, I don't. I, first of all, domestic violence is wrong. You shouldn't put hands on women. At the same time, if he has been pushed to the point and alcohol was involved, he probably did some dumb bullshit. So don't do dumb shit. If you play dumb games, you win dumb prizes. Remember that. Hey, I don't know if you can see this, but uh, I want to know. That's your boy, Brock Purdy. I want to know if you think this is uh if this is a hit. That's a great hit. Thank you, God. I, I was hoping. I was like, fuck, man. Right bro. That's fucking perfect. That's exactly how you teach it. He's not I know. That's what I'm saying. Why is this illegal? That was a flag? 
Oh, yeah, my fucking Twitter blew up. It's got like 100,000 views on that shit. lower, but play it again real quick. Fuck, I took it off. I <laughs> got you, bitch. <laughs> um, hey, do you like this shirt? How do you feel about these three real quick? Who, who would you take out of these three? Kobe one, Jordan two, LeBron take them off the shirt. Ooh. Just, telling, just, tell, just telling you. Hey, real quick. Brock Purdy is another guy that is coming into the NFL. Now, let me, let me break this down, Matt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you off the air who I spoke to. Relevant, baby. But I don't want to talk. To, I don't want to tell everybody because I told him I would not do this. But an NFL DC, good friend of mine, he, I mean, we were talking last night, and it makes perfect sense. And this is what I said, and he agreed with me. I said, "Listen, just be honest with me. When you're surrounded on a great roster, and you're a new quarterback, and you come in, and you have a little swag to you, and you have a quick release, similar to what Aaron Rodgers, he looks kind of like Aaron Rodgers with his three quarter release. He's got a he's quick, a really one. good he's got player a, at Iowa State, bro. He's got a whip on him. He's got great feet. He has a presence of what's going on." He what happens? And he goes, JB, you're exactly right, dog. It happens for a few weeks, and these guys have success early because we are now having to figure out not only did we start breaking down Trey Lance, then we started to break down nine games of Jimmy G, and now we have a new QB, and we have to figure out, A, what is Shanahan doing with this QB, and B, what is his strong suit? It takes a few weeks, dog. It takes a few weeks to figure this out. Agreed. I am telling you right here on this show with Matt McChesney today, December 12th, Brock Purdy is not going to win a Super Bowl. He's oh, going man. to struggle in the next few weeks, and we're going to see them fizzle out, especially now that Shanahan did a major fuck-up by running Debo in there like I said you're going to do. You're going to use him as an H-back because he's not a true wideout and he's going to get hurt. And what fucking happened last night? Your best player is out. They are fucked. You heard it here first. Brock Purdy will be figured out just like Lamar Jackson and everybody else. I, I So, look, I, I still think San Francisco is going to win their division, but I do think they're in trouble. Losing Debo is bad. We saw what happened when he wasn't there at the beginning of the season. Per, look, Brock Purdy – Hats off for stepping in and playing well and being called on and doing your job. But the NFL is about film. Like coach just said, once they have film on you, you're going to struggle. They're going to find out what you're good at and take it away. That's the way it works. So we'll see how he does uh, next week. We'll see how he does the week after. After success, how do you prepare? What motivates you? Yada, yada, yada. Everybody's got four weeks left. There's four weeks left of the regular season, and it is a mad dash to the playoffs. Uh, and I'm I'm loving it. The NFC is deep. Oh, damn near everybody's still alive. Like Carolina's still alive for the South and shit. So the Detroit Lions are coming out of nowhere. Jared Goff looks like he's the comeback player of the year, in my opinion. Him or Geno Smith. I just the the game is so fluid, and it, so much of it depends on the help around you and the coaching and the calls. You know, maybe Brock Purdy steps in and takes off, and he's another late round undrafted guy that turns out to be really good. Maybe he's a maybe he's another guy like Tony Romo who's undrafted and uh, Purdy went Mr. Irrelevant, but still might as well be undrafted. And and you know he he never really wins anything, but puts up good numbers. You know, there's lots of good players that aren't great, 
Um, and he's he's another one. He's an okay quarterback in the league. He was a pretty good quarterback in college. I think he has potential, but San Francisco's in trouble, bro. They are they're beat up. And they're, you know what Purdy is? This though, their defense is fucking outstanding. Oh yeah, no doubt. You know what Purdy's going to be though? A backup. Irrelevant, just like he was when he got fucking drafted. He's well, going to be irrelevant. He's pretty, he's pretty relevant today. So yeah, I he's going to be irrelevant tomorrow. Well, he's hey, relevant uh, today, and we're talking about him. So shit. Yeah, we're talking. Well, we talk about fucking the Texas coach who just choked out his wife too. That doesn't really mean much. You, you brought that uh, up. I'm just saying, we're talking about Caleb Williams winning the Heisman. Does he deserve it? Yes or no? Uh, I, it, yes, I because of the numbers, I guess. I I uh, I think the Heisman has really lost its luster for me. Like it, it's a quarterback award, pretty much, unless you play running back at Alabama. Um, I I personally, the fact that Malik Hooker and Corum didn't even get invited was. Kind of a joke. Like Stetson Benton getting invited to the Heisman is a fucking joke. No offense, but that guy is the same. He was born in the same year as Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's been in the the NFL for like five years. And Stetson's still in college. So Stetson's like a 30-year-old at a fucking high school party. That shit's weird. Um, But I, I personally, I think the best player in America that I saw this year, and you're probably going to hate this, but I, I would have given it to Max Dugan, honestly. Just because of what he did for his I team. At all. I agree. I said that's oh, what I said. Too. Good. Yeah, I would have given it to the, the Red Rocket down there at TCU. If I'm at TCU, unless you have a red red hair, you can't play quarterback for me, Andy Dalton, Max Dugan. Um, so go find another uh, another you know red rocket to go down there and lead you. But he's he's a hell of a competitor. One thing I do love about that kid is he could have gone to the transfer portal last year and gone somewhere else, but he stayed because he loves TCU. And the and the the I was at the the game in Boulder where TCU and, and CU were playing at the beginning of the season, and the starter got hurt and he came in and that team fucking looked totally different and they went on a run and beat the shit out of us and then went undefeated until the Big Twelve title game, and you know what? There's a part of me that really really wants them to to win the semifinal game, but then I look at Michigan and I'm like, holy god, this team is fucking good. So I, I think Michigan's gonna hammer the fuck out of them, but. TCU, the Heisman should have gone to Max, in my opinion. Caleb, if you want to win the Heisman, win that Pac-12 title game. But at the same time, Dugan didn't win the Big 12. So, I, I don't know. There's just something about it. Caleb Williams is special. I, I don't like the whole fingernail paint thing. I think it's really fucking, like, really, really, really lame. Like, it's just a bad look. Hey, so um, Lincoln Riley today is being anointed as the greatest uh, quarterback whisperer of all time. Well, first of all, true player. Two of his Heisman Trophy winners are inherited. He didn't draft. He didn't recruit them from the gate. He got them in the portal. Um, and I'm gonna be honest. So far, with the exception of Jalen Hurts, who played for him for one year because he came from an structured environment, so we can argue that's the reason Jalen Hurts is not a shit bird. Who is balling the fuck out right now, by the way? Everyone else, these coaches, shit birds, and he allows it, and they're. Well, Birds in college, though he can't attest for them in the league. Once those once those men get into the league and you're not coaching them anymore, and they've got their own money, and all you do is send text messages, he's not responsible for Kyler and Baker. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say they weren't shitbirds in college? They both won the Heisman. They were fucking outstanding players. Yeah, but they were shitbirds. Oh, you're talking mentally. 
I'm talking about human character. Yeah, they're oh, shitbirds. Okay. Well, I don't think Baker's a shitbird. I think Baker's a fucking stud. Like, what I saw on Thursday night was pretty special, Coach. You hey, I agree. And I, and I, I'm the biggest one that that talks shit about Baker because he's, I still he's think... He's a fucking football guy, bro. I love that guy. I, lo- yeah, I think in the right... If he, stays, if he stays in L.A. and he can develop under McVay, they're going to be a really good team for years to come because of him. Yeah, I just think they're a shitbird. And I, and I think this guy, Lincoln Riley, allows it, and he does not coach it because he's in the portal. And of that is my whole thing about the portal. Like, when are we going to stop? Well, so Mayfield and Murray were right. before the portal, portal number one. It, but, at, yes, he I does it. But so what? I mean, sometimes you have to cater to elite talent to keep it happy so you can win. Shit. I wish I would If Shador Sanders and Dion come in and we have to put up with some things we're not used to putting up with in Boulder to win, I'm going to be putting up with it real fucking fast. Because I, I have a look, I'm going to say this right now. They win 10 games next year, and that's a Heisman finalist out of Boulder, Colorado, Shador Sanders. Watch. Watch. Mark that motherfucker right here. The University of Colorado will win 10 games next year. And San- Shador Sanders will be in New York for the Heisman Trophy presentation as a finalist. Yep, rub that fucking face. Rub it. Make sure you get your eyes really good. Do your temples. Everybody I'm, be quiet. I'm listen to this. Fuck you the rest of the show. Everybody be quiet. Listen to this. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because <laughs> my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Hey, you're a pretty good producer host. Hey, you got you got all your P's and Q's lined can up. I, I can it. I come out and be honest again? Well, no, not you. Don't no honesty. Doris Sanders is it's a Division cold. two quarterback. Oh my God, you are high off your. I, ass. I, I just want to be honest here. This motherfucker is not very good. Do you, you think he's a Heisman Trophy guy? Next year he will be a finalist. Next year he'll be a finalist. Hater. Then if he is a finalist, Deion Sanders has major pool, like I think he may. Well, he uh, num- numbers. I don't even believe he's a starter. What? No, dude, he's not Let's a fucking here. Now you're just You don't believe that. Yeah, Deion's not going to start a quarterback. Let me say this: he's not a Division One quarterback. You're crazy. That's a that's bullshit. He's going to start, and he's going to be a high player. This team is going to kill people. Just watch. I, I think it's going to be a while for that. Okay, it may be, but it's going to, yeah, it's going to start. They'll lose at TCU next year, probably. They'll be riding a wave of momentum, although they're replacing a lot of guys. But September 8th in Folsom, game day will be there. Bussing with the boys will be there. Barstool will be there. You should bring your big your big ass out there and party with your boy. Uh, I'm already talking to Will and Will Compton and trying to get him out so we can do a little cross-face radio show and yell at each other for an hour. And then we're going to go into Folsom, lock the gates on those commie-ass Cornhuskers and make popcorn all day, bitch. And it's going to be so glorious. And the next week, CSU gets to walk in and we're going to shear them. We're going to make a coat and some popcorn in two weeks. It's going to be awesome. Just wait. I'm going to be talking shit, too. I've been waiting 20 motherfucking years to talk shit again. And it's on! In other news, Mike Lee <laughs> suffered a heart attack. Oh, uh, no. This? Uh, I talked to a few I people heard, now, uh, that are inside. <laughs> Apparently, they say on the news that he was escorted on the ambulance. I heard it was more serious and he was airlifted. Um, 
Now, I did see a cameo since I do cameos as well. And I saw this motherfucker doing a cameo from the hospital. So I don't think he's passed away because he's done this. Now, I saw a tweet. I saw a message sent to me that shared a message. I'm not going to say who it's from because if it ends up being bullshit, I'm not going to put that out there. But it is from a prominent figure. And he said, I can't believe that we're... We're, we're in this world without Mike Leach. Now, this is just something that popped up on my phone a couple hours ago. And I'm like, no way. So I don't know what's going on. They're keeping it on the wraps. Uh, apparently, it's a heart attack from what I hear from my guy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you heard anything, but Mike Leach is apparently. Um, specifically, but I know this. Mike Leach is a, is a diamond in this profession. And he's an unbelievable man, and people love playing for him. And he's so much different than every other coach. And his it's just his sound bites are incredible. His offensive scheme's awesome. He always gets the most out of his guys. He doesn't recruit off a sheet of paper. He actually has to fit his system. I mean, go ask Will Rogers how he feels about Mike Leach. Go ask Max Borgi how he feels about Mike Leach. He's running back at Washington State who went to Pomona. I mean, people love playing for this guy, and I think he's one of the – the you know the best parts of college football and it absolutely broke my heart this morning when i wrote that when i read it like it it's i really i'm praying i'm a godless heathen atheist but damn it today i'm buying in and i'll pray to the big guy to save mike leach keep him around he's a he's a great coach and a great man and that sucks bro that's it's yeah i hope he's all right uh we'll we'll see what happens Uh, pull, pull through bro uh louisville hired jeff brom former one of one of my former arena league coaches a great dude uh he hired his boy who actually was so my my good friend garrick mcgee former oklahoma quarterback tulsa native uh was was jeff's uh, quarterback coach at purdue uh garrick was the head coach at uab and hired jeff to be his oc years ago so you know how this profession is now jeff hired garrick they actually he took him with them to louisville he was in town the other day for the St. John Bosco number one high school team in America's beatdown of Sarah uh, High School where uh, Tom Brady went. Um, like, this California thing's so stupid. Like, Bosco shouldn't beat a team for the state championship 45 to nothing. So that tells you we have issues. Um, they should have just played modern day again uh, for the third time and had a tiebreaker. Um, but having said that... Um, we have a lot, a lot of issues out here uh, when it comes to uh, high school athletics competition committees and these rules. And one of the games was played in a fucking mud storm where the two teams couldn't even throw one ball because it was so bad. And the other one was played on turf. The head coach went off and apparently now CIF, our, our sanctioning board out here in Cali High School, is sanctioning this guy for calling them out. Well, I called them out years ago as well. And, you know, obviously I can't coach high school football because I had too many transfers and they made rules after me. But anyway, um, what do you think about that? Do you think they all should play on turf? And or is he bitching because they got to play in the mud, which I think football should be played in? Uh, I love weather. I love it. I fucking love it. Like, I, I don't like watching football in the snow and rain. But I'll coach the fuck out of football in the snow and rain, and I'll play in it all day. I fucking love it. Um, I think that everybody is just bitching. Like, this is the new cool thing to do, bro. Like, back in the day, the cool thing, like, my father's generation, my grandfather's generation, if you whined and bitched, you're a whiny bitch. 
And like, they didn't put up with it. They didn't want to hear it. People were fucking like, not, it's not the cool thing to do. Like coming in and complaining all day, every day about your life and how bad it is. And how, you know, whatever thing is bothering you that day, letting it emotionally affect you and everybody else around you, that shit didn't stand back in the day. And now I think social media is a huge proprietor of this because all the whiny bitches get together on the same platform and start bitching and whining. So I don't care if it's about football or politics or the fucking traffic or whatever, you're going to find a large contention of people who are just whiny bitches. And this is another example of it. We can't play in the mud. <laughs> oh, it's so muddy. We can't throw the ball. Man up. I agree. Uh, I just, it's, it's crazy. Uh, what'd you think about uh, Herbert's performance last night? One of the best performances of the year. Uh, he almost was perfect in the first half. Uh, they beat Miami. Two has faltered, it looks like. And what do I know? But I'm the only one I think left alive that said Tua is also another one that we anointed too quickly. Uh, I have said it week in and week out. Just let it happen. Just wait. The guy does not have an NFL big-time skill set. But guess what do I know? Last night he looked like it again, two weeks in a row. Uh, don't tell me the Chargers defense is anything close to the 49ers. I can get the 49ers game and you struggling. I get it. Look at Brady last night. He looked horrible. I can get that game. But the Chargers, without any fucking big-time defensive starters, um, you looked absolutely horrible. This is not the first time. I just think he lacks a lot, a lot of arm strength to play in this profession. I think it's going to cost him. Um, and it looks like it has cost him the last two weeks. He completed, I think, five fucking footballs in the NFL. I mean, there's just no way. Yeah, uh, he, was, he was bad last night. Miami's offense was bad. Is Miami done? Bad. I don't think they're done, but they're they're reverting terribly. So they got to figure that out. Um, but it's the Dolphins, bro. Like I, I played for that place. You know, it's – the Dolphins, this is what they do. They're like, just like the Chargers are going to Charger eventually, the Dolphins are going to Dolphin. So I'm not surprised that this is happening at all. But Miami doesn't have the, the you know, the stones to go on the road in the playoffs in the cold. They're going to have to go to Kansas City or Buffalo or Cincinnati or Baltimore or something like that. They're not going to win the division, so they're going to be on the road. They're not hosting games in Miami. And if you saw that stat last night, they're like the number one defense in the in the NFL at home, and they're dead last on the road, giving up like 30 points a game. So, you know, that on top of Tua's play, and I like Mike McDonald. I think he's doing a good job and trying to, like, you know, turn it on his head a little bit, but it's been ugly the last two weeks. Um, you know, it, this, this generation of quarterback are very up and down. I thought Herbert was outstanding. Uh, when his back was against the wall and he didn't have Darwin James or Bosa and Max out there getting triple teamed and he just got a bunch of guys and like Williams is hobbled but playing and Keenan Allen's hobbled but playing and they they actually look pretty good. They moved into the seventh seed. They bumped my Jets out of the seventh seed, unfortunately. Uh, Jets are in a, in a tailspin right now, but they're now, playing. Think about that since seed. you segued over there. Uh, Mike White died on the football field. He was resuscitated. He died again, <laughs> resuscitated, came back and died again after the game. Uh, is he the guy? I love that he came out there and gritted and fought, man. I love that he had. He probably has a broken rib or a punctured lung. Who knows? I've, I've had both. I have both, Matt, and I know the feeling when that 
rib goes into a lung or or fractured rib, you can't breathe. That's it is the dude. worst thing ever as a quarterback. And I know what he was going through. For him to come back and do that, I commend him greatly. Uh, can he recover? And is he the guy? I love his grit. I think he gives that team a chance. Uh, they already beat Buffalo once. They, they played him tough last night. He got hurt. Um, they're going to probably play him again. I agree with Salah. Well, they don't uh, have to. You can't go back to Wilson. Now, what do you think? Can't go back to Wilson and Flacco's old. Um, but White has shown me enough to get to get the job next week. They play Detroit next week. Um, that, and, uh, anybody want to play that team in the Cubs? Oh, I no, I was, that's what I was just getting ready to say. So you don't want to play them right now either. But that's going to be an unbelievable game. Like the Jet, the the Jet Lion game next week. Both those teams are fighting for the playoffs. That's might might as well be a fucking playoff game. Um, so that's going to be a, a barn burner. But look, I think that the Jets have all the potential. Their defense is playing out of this world. Quinn and, Quinn and Williams might be the best three technique in football right now. And C.J. Mosley looks like young C.J. Mosley from Baltimore. Um, but that said, they've got a problem at quarterback. And I like White. I think he could potentially be the backup there for a lot of years. And it could he be the starter moving forward? Maybe. But they've got to go find a way to to get a legitimate, you know, NFL starter that can help them win games. Otherwise, they're going to flander in this run the ball, you know, Garrett Wilson make a play, you know, play good defense and hope we can win a game or two mode that they're in. But I will say this, uh, Salah has done an unbelievable job turning it around. They're way better than they have been. They're competitive in December for the first time since 2015 or something when they, they lost with Fitzpatrick in Buffalo at the end of the season to go to the playoffs. But it's good as a Jet fan and as an alum. I love those guys. Uh, I'm really hoping that they can figure it out a way to pull it out. But I'm also, on the other side, I'm rooting for Detroit. Like, I really want Detroit to make the playoffs. I love Dan Campbell. He's a leader of men. I think that that's the way your head coach should be. I can go hire X and O's people to really dissect everything. I need somebody that's going to lead us, first and foremost, Denver Broncos. Maybe you should figure that the fuck out. Um, I want to ask you a question, though, because I only got five minutes left. Did you watch Kansas City Denver at all yesterday? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, Mahomes had a couple of picks and made a couple of mistakes. Yeah, he looks like Mahomes. That motherfucker is unreal, bro. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Like, I don't know how you hate on him. He's so good. Because he's gonna throw picks in the game, well, dog. And then they won because of them too. He threw two, so he threw two interceptions. Who gives a fuck? I, I'm not saying that. Game. I don't. Everybody throws picks. I'm just telling you, dog. Wait till the end of his career. I'm, I'm just telling you. Wait till we anoint this guy. When he's the first ballot Hall of Famer, that end? Yeah, but he's only going to have one Super Bowl. Oh, bullshit. They're going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Oh. So they could easily win it this year. The The play where he's not even looking and he just flips it to McKinnon for yeah, a second. Yeah, fuck. That was sick. And, and then the Makes fucking the roll around and the run around the pocket, getting hit by four guys and delivering the ball. That shit was fucking next level, too. You're it ain't going to happen dude. in the playoffs. You're a hater, dog. You're it ain't going to happen in the playoffs. He's a gimmicky fuck. He's such a fucking stud, dude. He's an elite player. Burrow's a stud. Burrow's, yeah, Burrow's really good, too. And he might have he might have line, Continue to deliver the rock on time. They're the team that's going to come out of the AFC right now, in my opinion. Um, let me ask you this. 
Cowboys fucking struggled against the Texans. They should have lost the game, to be honest. But if my if my auntie had balls, she'd been my uncle. But let me ask you this though: <laughs> This is why I say, Matt, there is not a clear, um, clear leader, in my opinion, for a Super Bowl. Like this is no hands down. All right, they're the favorite. Uh, the Cowboys do do shit like this because of, in my opinion, their leadership. The Eagles just give me that that eleven and zero Pittsburgh Steelers vibe from two years ago. I just you know, like they torched the Giants. They torched the Giants. They continue. Jalen Hurts looked really good yesterday. Yeah, they they and they 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 continue to beat. They beat the Titans. They win football games. So all I can say is they got to win one game at a time. I mean that's it. But I just so, don't. Okay, so how long does it take for somebody to play before they're not before you can anoint them before you will. Like, what does Mahomes need to do for you to buy into the fact that he is what he is? This is the thing. There's two different parts to this question, Matt. I'm on the side that says, listen, I recognize his talent. I recognize his greatness. I'm not sitting here acting like this hater that thinks he's not he's horrible. No, I understand how fucking talented this dude is and how great he is and all these things. But... I'm not anointing him the greatest like I'm seeing so many do. That is where the fine line for me is. Yes, I get he's good. But let's calm down, dog. He so hasn't even beat the 46-year-olds yet. Well, what? In a playoff game. How long? And so that's my point. Let's let him win some rings before he – he has to catch certain people like Manning, Aikman, He's got to catch Marie. He's got to catch fucking Young and Montana before he even gets close to fucking Brady. So how are we going to call him the greatest ever already? I didn't say he was the greatest. What is it? You are. What I'm saying is that is what I. That is the two parts of this thing. People say he's the greatest ever, and that's when I say, shut the fuck up. No, he's not. He's He's yet to be proven all the way yet. I have to see him win three Super Bowls. Okay. Fair. Then there's the answer. So three Super Bowls, and then because he'll be- that, now now he's in that he's in that elite group. We will see. You don't think he's going to win another one? No, nah, I don't think so because there's no way you can sustain this roster by paying him five hundred million. They're sustaining it right now, though. It's happening in front of us. They're not sustaining it right now. It's again they're they're running a completely different offense than they did with Tyreek. They have bigger wide receivers and they're using Kelsey a lot more flexed out. They're doing fucking so many different things. If you look at their offense and what they did with Tyreek Hill, and now defensive coordinators are adapting, and now you're going to start seeing Juju Susha Smith getting doubled. They'll double the big receivers. They'll double Kelsey in the red zone, and now got the number one offense. Football, Hardman. Who's not Tyreek Hill, by the way? They've got the number one offense in football, and they're ten and three. I know. I just said it's going to take again what we just talked about. Defensive coordinators are going to find out that it's going to be a different schematic because it's a different well, offense than it was Tyreek Hill. Playing them, they're that, if they could have figured it out already, they would have. It's not no, like no, they just they're still figuring out Lamar Jackson. Uh, I. Lamar has sucked this year pretty much. I mean, in my I opinion. Know that it's taken him five years to figure the motherfucker out. Well, okay, but Mahomes is ten times the player Jackson is, in my opinion. So well, I agree is- because he's more suited for NFL playoff victories. He can win Super Bowl. He's done it already. So he's already in the elitist of these quarterbacks playing right now. Mahomes is already over the the other guys. Like even he's he's over Burrow, even though Burrow's beat him three times in a row and got to a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. Burrow didn't. 
So I still put Mahomes over him as of right now. But if I told you this, Matt, or if I asked you this, I know who you're going with, obviously. You're a Mahomes guy. I take Burrow, if I'm the GM drafting number one right now, building a team from what we've seen in the NFL over the last two or three years, I take Burrow as my number one player overall to build a franchise. That's a good fucking question. I'll answer that tomorrow when I come back on because I don't know. I got to think about that. Hey, uh, go out there and be uh, be great today, man. Uh, Jacksonville <laughs> beat the fuck out of the Titans, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong in Tennessee. Yeah, it's called Tannehill, and everyone loads the box and stops the only player they have on offense. Yep, and like they're firing their GM in the middle of the season, so there's some there's some disconnect. Yeah, there's there. some things going on. Uh, I agree with you on that. Uh, hey, man, I hope uh, I hope this thing works out. Uh, I'm not going to be in the Army All American game, and uh, no, you know no, neither of us are. That, that sucks. Yeah, that's a shit show. Um, no, Zach couldn't make it today, fan base. He's not coming on today. It was just Matt. Matt uh, Zach had his daughter had, a, uh, had to go to urgent care. So uh, Zach will be on this week, though, and, and, and pop in on us. Hey, man, well, I appreciate tomorrow, so. Hopefully it ain't snowing. It's raining like crazy here. No, it's pretty nice here in Colorado, actually. And everybody remember, uh, go subscribe at the YouTube page. Check out last week's podcast with Brendan Schaub uh, talking all things Colorado football and whatnot at 60 Academy on YouTube and then all the platforms on social media as well. So right there on the I'll ticker be- below, if you see it ticking across the bottom. Bam, bam, bam. All right, brother. I'll uh, see you in the I'll morning. You on your social media, don't just fucking put YouTube. Will you put your link to your fucking page? God damn, do I got to do everything? Yes, you do. That's what quarterbacks do. You have to pick up alignment. You got to help us. Well, can you ID the mic? God damn. Well, I, I'll try, but if he's on the left, I can't see him. So <laughs> who are you taking tonight? Who's tonight's game? Who's playing? I don't even know who's playing on Monday night. Dude, I don't even watch football no more. It's so oh, shitty, dude. I'm Monday night game probably like terrible anyway. I don't know. Well, whoever's playing, I'll watch. I'll watch. Man, I'll watch. You know who it is, right? No. Oh, fuck. It's going to be some interesting videos by me. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, It's going to be the Kyler Murray mental. Oh, game. my God. It's an Arizona game. No. Against no! the Red Patriots. <laughs> oh, he's fucked. Oh, Belichick is going to destroy this little fucking kid tonight. Yeah, this mental this, midget has no shot. This, this mental cripple is going straight to Belichick hell. Mental fucking midget is what he is. Fine. At least we'll be able to watch Kyler Murray shit all over himself. <sighs> I don't know, dude. Peace. Later, man. Later. Uh, appreciate Matt joining us. Uh, lot to discuss and unfold in that one. Uh, follow Matt on all social media platforms, though. Um, after, as he gets after it on everything that he does. Um, let's stop anointing Brock Purdy as the goat. All right, he hasn't done anything. And fair question for Matt: When do I agree is enough time for Mahomes to be anointed as somebody that is going to go down in football lore? going to take some championships and uh he's going to have to at least beat a fucking 45 year old one time in a meaningful game and i don't believe that'll ever happen because i don't think brady's ever going to get back there so it's going to be mahomes having to win at least three titles for me to just say this guy is a guy that i can uh definitely know he's going to do what he does late in games he hasn't shown that to me over the time he's had great rosters 
great rosters, by the way. You can argue he had the second, he had another, the greatest roster again and lost the last two years when he should have won two more Super Bowls. So that's just my thing. And I can argue Brady should have won a couple more Super Bowls. But you know what? Fuck, dog. He's won seven Super Bowls. Mahomes has won one. And people are saying he's already the best ever. That's all my point is. I'm not saying he's not great. I'm not saying he's not a freak. I'm not saying he's not a stud. I've never said that. I've never just came out blatantly hating on Mahomes. All I say is calm down on giving this guy the fucking GOAT title. He's not even close yet. So that's all I say. That's all I say. Um, the Cowboys look like shit. And uh, if you can't play up for NFL games every single week, then I, I believe you're going to have a problem when it comes to the playoffs. And Dallas Cowboys struggled against the worst team in football. And uh, I don't know. I wanted to bring up something real quick. Brett Favre situation. Uh, I saw this floating around, and I, I, I want to be clear on why everyone's hating on Dion. Uh, make sure you watch Jason Whitlock's show today. I'll be on it this morning uh, for my Last Chance Q segment, and uh, I'm going to break this thing down. But one one made money for Mississippi. One took money for Mississippi. Guess which one black people are relentlessly taking talking bad about? That is what I don't understand. Brett Favre disappears off into the sunset. By the way, this is the same guy, Brett Favre, who showed dick pics to a girl who was blasted out there, who's done shit, shady shit after shady shit. But guess what? You rather watch fucking WAP videos, WAP videos, wet-ass pussy videos, and anoint them and talk shit about a Deion Sanders who's fucking got his shit robbed, won you every football game, and turn that swack into something replicable. That is what I don't get. And it just blows my mind, man. It blows my mind what we pick and choose on how we do things. Um, don't understand it. Don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, Patriots Cardinals tonight. It's going to be an interesting one. I don't see... Uh, the Cardinals having a shot tonight. Um, Belichick does. He schemes guys like Kyler Murray, and he's just going to be a guy that will not know where to throw the football. I, I believe this will be the end of uh, this this season. Cliff Kingsbury may get through the season, but I think this roster gets blown up in Arizona. Um, New England's got to win to keep up with the Chargers, who beat... Um, Miami last night, and I like I said, I can't wait to get into a lot of Mahomes and stuff like that. Get into some new film that I get. I'll get tonight's last night's game on Mahomes. I mean on on Tua. Tua. I'm gonna break down Tua. Tua. Uh, I've said it weeks and weeks and weeks, but everyone keeps you gonna eat crow on Tua now? No. <laughs> Are you? Are you gonna eat crow on Tua, motherfucker? Because I believe I'm the one that said the motherfucker is gonna struggle. When it gets into crunch time, he is going to struggle. What is he doing now? Sorry, what do I know? I don't know shit. I don't know shit. The mommy, I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Sunshine Rose. I just know that it's uh, the Beth Favre and Dion comparison is crazy. 
This right here is crazy to me, though. Five-star receiver says he'll pick Tennessee, Oregon, or Penn State based on what fan base trades. Like, this is what we're dealing with now. And you wonder why I don't coach. Fucking please. Dog, there's no fucking way. There's no way. You can pay me a lot of money, but there's no way I'm dealing with that. Let's get into the Lions real quick because I want to break this down. Uh, weather is really bad here, so if I, I, my power has already gone out twice once last night, once this morning. If it goes out again, I uh, probably won't come back on. I'll see you tomorrow, uh, God willing. Um, I might do a Monday night live tonight. If you guys are interested, come on. I'll be, I'll be live. I'll probably do it from my theater. I'll do a live show right here on YouTube. We'll go live and do a watch party together, and I'll sit in there and chop it up. Uh, so come on live on my uh, – I'll do it. I have a setup. I'll do it in my theater. I think I'm going to do that just to hang out and watch Kyler Murray. If you guys are interested, come on in. Uh, I'll be sipping on some yak, smoking a stick in my theater. So make sure tonight, 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific, I'll do a live. Since we don't have Last Chance Q, I'll do a live Monday Night Football watch party. I'm letting you know right now. I want to see 500 people in that motherfucker live tonight because there's 500 people in here. So I appreciate you guys. Hit that like button, subscribe, become a member. CoachJBStore.com. We're going to have 20% off merch this week. We'll be advertising that today. So go get you some merch. And um, make sure you head on over to CandidateCBD.com. Use the promo code CoachJB. And head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, the Lions are the scariest football team in the NFL right now. I do not want to play the Lions if I'm any other football team or coach in the NFL. Golf seems to have the Lions purring, roaring, whatever you want to call it. They used to purr. Now they're roaring. MDC has the team really, really bought in. Uh, Aaron Glenn uh, has done some things differently schematically. Apparently the team's bought into him. And MDC, which I criticized for not firing Aaron Glenn earlier in the season. Um. The Lions are playing decently on defense. They're still giving up points, but they're playing better. And I just think it's still going to co- still going to bite them in the ass later on when the when the Lions score forty and lose forty one to forty, like they lost early on. Because the Lions lost some close games early in the season where they could have easily won, and the Lions could easily be a fucking seven and four football team right now, or seven and five. But they're six and seven. Um, or eight and five, sorry. They should be an eight and five football team right now, the Lions. But they are a team you gotta uh you gotta watch out for. You gotta watch out for this team, dog. I'm just telling you. Um you gotta watch out for this Lions team. They are scary and they play the Jets this week. I don't know who's gonna win that game. I don't really care, but all I know is golf's on fire, the Lions, St. Brown. That roster, James Williams, that team is doing well. Jamal Williams, rush, leading rusher in the NFL and touchdowns. Swift coming in there and giving them a, a change of direction and speed, similar to a Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott in Dallas. They have that one-two change up. Um, I like what they're doing in D- Detroit. So we'll see. We'll see how, how, how this thing unfolds um, and continues to get better. We'll see how it goes. Um the Bengals beat the Browns. Deshaun Watson looked horrific once again. Uh, the Bengals' defense is coming around. They're five and one at home, nine and four. They're right in the 
they're right up there pushing the Chiefs for the for the AFC uh, title with the Bills as far as that number one seed. They keep winning out, and uh, the Bills take a hiccup or the Chiefs take a hiccup, which I think both teams will do. Uh, I think that the Bengals are going to get that home filled in the uh, AFC. So we'll see. Chiefs 10-3, and three, Bengals 9-4. and four. Both teams are uh, coming down to the wire. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jacksonville beats Tennessee. I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, it's uh, something's going on in Tennessee. I want to get to some QBs uh, breakdowns, the guys that are on the draft board in the NFL from college. I want to break this down real quick. Um, Will Levis, they got him as like top three pick. I just don't see it. I like Will as a kid. I've talked to him quite a bit uh, on the phone. I think he's a good kid. I like everything he's done. I doesn't. I don't think he translates very well. Bryce Young, I think he's going to have one of the better careers out of this draft. Uh, I don't see uh, Anthony Richardson doing anything in the NFL. I don't see Jaden Daniels doing anything in the NFL. I don't see Hendon Hooker doing anything in the NFL. Uh, I don't know about Jaron Hall, the kid at BYU. I don't know about Jake Hayner from Fresno State. I think both of those guys can translate to the NFL. I don't know if they do. Stetson Bennett is a, is a Chris Winky to me. Stetson Bennett is Chris Winky. He struggles because of his age. He's going to be older in the NFL. He's going to be a journeyman at best if he even can hang around. And Stetson Bennett will probably be most likely coaching high school football in the next three or four years. Uh, Tanner McGee, the kid at Stanford, got a decent upside, got an NFL skill set. He's kind of like the, the the Mills kid uh, for Houston. Uh, I don't see him being a starter in the league for a long time. Um, CJ Stroud, I don't know what to think about him. I think he's inconsistent. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. He'll be highly drafted, but I just don't know. Him and Bryce Young, I don't know. I think Bryce Young has the better career. I just think that. Um, that's just my opinion. I think Bryce Young has the better uh, NFL career. So that's my opinion. Um, Caleb Williams won the Heisman. I, I don't see him translating to the NFL either. He's got to play another year in college, so hopefully he can win uh, at least a title. But I wouldn't be surprised if he don't even play next year. That's just what we're dealing with. And if you don't play, dog, there's got to be some repercussions to this thing. The NCAA just cannot allow this thing to unfold the way it is unfolding. We have a very, very, very bad situation brewing. College football is losing its lore. It is becoming a joke, a spectacle. I don't know how much longer fan bases will continue to support college football and athletics the way that it is going. But we're on social media world, so maybe the fans do because it's generation of fans are soft as shit and we're okay with load management sitting out i wouldn't go to one nba game if my star player is not playing i'm not going to watch a backup six man off the bench ball in the nba i don't get why the the, the fan bases haven't fucking figured it out we're not going to support the clippers if Kawhi leonard and paul george don't play every game like i don't understand this I can't rationalize the fact that we spend money to watch mediocrity. And that is why I said me mediocrity has become the new excellence in this world we are living in. Mediocrity is the new excellence. And I believe we really, really, truly um, haven't figured that out. 
That is the real talk. That is real shit. You guys still go, go to these games without the star players playing in them. How? How are you allowing it? Like, it blows my mind. End it, fan base, so these fucks can't get paid and they have to change it up. And the NBA and the NFL will have to start changing the way they approach shit. The same with college athletics, college football. Stop fucking anointing them by bringing them out of the portal. Stop taking them. They're damaged goods. 50% of them don't even make it. They end up D2, D3, and they're not even going JUCO. JUCO's imploding. High school football is imploding. 50,000 in the portal across college athletics, both men and women. You don't think that's an epidemic? Come on, man. SC now is the all-time record uh, Heisman winning school. They got eight, Reggie Bush, um, if you count Reggie Bush. Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma all have seven. Um I know we're already just, we just got done, but we're in such an instant gratification era. Everyone wants now, now, now. Here's a list of the 2023 candidates, okay? Caleb Williams, who's going to be the reigning Heisman winner. Drake May at North Carolina. Bo Nix at Oregon if he stays. Michael Penix Jr. at Washington. Jordan Travis, the quarterback at Florida State. J.J. McCarthy at Michigan. Uh, J.T. Tuvaloa, the Ohio State D lineman. Uh, Quinshot Judkins, the old Miss running back, Shader Sanders from Colorado. There's no way you can put him in the mix, but that's what they have already. That is such a fucking mockery. He's not even a division one talented quarterback. Okay. And then Harold Perkins Jr., the LSU linebacker. These are names just off the note. Now there's some names I don't see on there that I would like to put on there. And I believe the Clemson quarterback, Cade Klubnick will be in the mix. And I believe, uh, even uh, the, the the kid at Tennessee, if he's the starter, Nico doesn't take his job, uh, who they paid $8 million to go there, the quarterback that I've grown up with and his dad and raising his family, a uh, great kid. His dad played with me at Compton College, was my tight end. He's going to Tennessee. They've already paid him $8 million, accordingly to a bunch of people I know. Um, so who knows? I don't know how that works out in Tennessee. If you've already paid a guy $8 million, I think you expect him to start at Tennessee. I don't know if you know that or not. Um, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, Reggie Bush is a top three college football player of all time, in my opinion. Uh, I wouldn't even put him as a top three college running back of all time. I put him as a top three college football player of all time. I would have to put him. Fuck, man. If it was, if it was a top three college football players of all time, shit, dog. I would have to probably put Reggie Bush, Deion Sanders, and Bo Jackson or Charlie Ward. I would have to make those my three. I'd probably have to put Charlie Ward because he won the Heisman and the title. So it's just so tough, man. Bo Jackson was so dynamic. There's so it's hard to put a three in there, but I would have to I would say Reggie Bush could possibly be the most a top three most electric player of all time. Eric Dickerson is so hard to leave out of there too. As far as college that I saw, players that I saw in college, uh, you can argue Lamar Jackson in there. You can argue uh, fucking shit, man. There's so many great ones, dudes. You can put Scott Frost in there and Darian Hagan and Jamel Holloway and fucking 
you know, there's so many people that you can put in the mix of this. Um, Champ Bailey, if you never watched college football back in the day, Champ Bailey was unfucking believable in college. Charles Woodson was unbelievable in college. I'm just spitting off the cuff here. There's so many guys in college football. Julius Peppers, if you didn't watch him in college, uh, J- J- Clowney in college was a, was a difference maker that just popped out at you. Um, and then there's guys in college that didn't have great years that are NFL legends. Tom Brady, he wasn't a great college football player. He's an NFL legend, the GOAT. Um, Peyton Manning, he never won a natty. T. Martin won the natty in Tennessee. Peyton Manning ended up being one of the GOATs. Um, there's so many guys you can argue that played O.J. Simpson. I mean, there's so many guys. We just don't – Marcus Allen. I mean, I can go on and on and on. But but to me, Reggie Bush was one of the top three most dynamic college football players to ever play the game. So and, – and understand something. You could put Reggie Bush at kick return, punt return, wide receiver – Pete Carroll told me in my face that we keep Reggie Bush away from being wide receiver mostly because he will start over all our wide receivers at wide receiver. Let that sink into your heads. I just want that to sink in. Pete Carroll kept Reggie Bush away from playing wide out so he wasn't the starting wide out. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, he could do it all. Marshall Falk was unbelievable in college, and, and Marshall arguably had a way better career than Reggie Bush had in the NFL. Reggie was kind of a bust, right? We can argue he was a bust in the NFL. But when you talk about Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker, all, Tony Dorsett, Dan Marino, all these greats, Joe Montana, all these NFL guys that were great in college, they were one-hitter-quitter guys. What I mean is Bo Jackson and Herschel played running back. They were downhill, fucking run you over. Eric Dickerson, downhill, run you over, take it to the house. Couldn't stop him. Reggie, though, could do it all. You weren't flexing Bo Jackson and Herschel Walker out at wideout and putting them at returner. That is why I say Reggie Bush is the top three most dynamic college football player. Not the top three best running back. I would put, I would put, I would put Marshall Falk. Eric Dickerson, Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker, O.J. Simpson, LaDainian Tomlinson. I would put all those guys over him as a straight-up college running back. Edron James. I, I, I would put a lot of those guys over Reggie as a running back. Fuck, Lindell White might have been a better running back. Her, Reggie Bush was a top-five dynamic specimen meaning he can do everything. Fuck, he could have played corner and lock you down. So Reggie Bush was just that guy, and that is, in my opinion, he's a top three most dynamic college football players of all time, not the most, not the top three running back. So there's just a difference there. I couldn't put him in my top three college running backs of all time. There's too many. Ricky Williams was great in college. I mean, there's just so many running backs. You can't even go, you know, so many. Um, fuck. Sims at Oklahoma, um, you know, shit. There were so many guys that came out of, of uh, Billy Sims. There's so many guys, man. So, I mean, we're not even going to go there, but um, too many to name. I just think that um, Reggie was a top three dynamic athlete. That's just what it is. Um, so, 
Uh, Bruce Helms just says shit to say shit. But you know what? He's a member, so shout out to Bruce Helms. I don't even read Bruce Helms shit no more because he says the dumbest shit ever. But I just did read it, so I'm lying to you. Um, 10 most notable transfer portal names right now. Okay? I want to bring these guys up for all you college football fans before we get into this game tonight. Um, Dominic Lovett, Missouri wideout. Potential landing spots are Colorado, LSU, and Tennessee. Ventrell Cypress, the Virginia corner, has between Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Ole Miss, and Notre Dame. Jaheim Bell, South Carolina tight end, could go to USC or Florida State. Dasan McCullough, Indiana linebacker. His dad is a running back coach for Notre Dame and is also a little brother who is a four-star safety. It looks like both brothers may end up at Oklahoma. Hudson Carr, the Texas quarterback, has reached out to over by over 20 schools. Uh, Devin Larry, NC State quarterback, could go to Alabama, Georgia, or Notre Dame. DJ Ugalele could end up at Florida or somewhere back home. But Florida seems to be trending for the former five-star right now. I don't know. I can see him at UCLA or Arizona or Arizona State or Oregon, too. JQ Hardaway, Cincinnati Corner, is being recruited by Tennessee, Auburn, Kentucky, Ohio State. And Luke Fickle is trying to get him to follow him to Wisconsin. JoJo Earl, could Alabama wideout, is likely headed to TCU. And Justin Flo, former five-star re- recruit, has entered the portal, and it's unclear where he may end up. He's the number two overall recruit in the nation out of high school. <sighs> Here's the top quarterbacks in the portal. Devin Leary, NC State. Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State. DJ at Clemson. Austin Reed, Western Kentucky. Fifth-year senior kid. Uh, pretty good kid. Devin Brand, Tulsa. Hudson Card, Texas. These are the quarterbacks that are in the portal. Brandon Armstrong, a Virginia kid, fifth-year guy. Drew Pine leaving Notre Dame. Uh, Luke Altmeyer at Ole Miss. And Nick Evers at Oklahoma. All leaving, all right? All leaving uh, as quarterbacks. I mean, this is a mockery. I just want you to hear what I've been saying. I'm saying this for a reason, people. I'm saying all this for a reason. J.Q. Hardaway, here's the tabloid that led the, on the newspaper. J.Q. Hardaway, Cincinnati Corner, is being recruited by Tennessee. Now, let me time out. J.Q. Hardaway, Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati Corner, is being recruited. Now, that does not even make sense, people. Cincinnati Corner being recruited by new colleges. Does that sit in with you? Like I, it disgusts my gut that college coaches are this fucking lazy that we will recruit a kid from another school over a high school kid or a JUCO kid. And it blows my mind when we see the kid has decommitted and is in the portal and now being re-recruited. No, you're not being re-recruited. You're having your dick re-sucked. Dog, fucking blows my mind. What are we doing? You are ruining the game as we know it. Recruit high school. Recruit our blood life, our foundation of what made this game so great. Recruit JUCO. Recruit high school. 
what the fuck are we doing recruiting another college kid that fucking is too soft to stay where he committed to? Ah, I don't understand why this is so hard to grasp. Why are why is it so hard to grasp this concept? These are damaged goods. It blows my mind that Saban would take a transfer portal quarterback. It shows us that we are either very desperate in this new age world or um, the game has changed so bad and it's so out of control that Saban's having to either adapt or die. And I figured he would just die and, and leave. I figured he not die literally. I think he would retire, walk away as the GOAT. I didn't think he'd want to compete with all this wild, wild west shit that's going on. So, but you have to adapt or die. And if I can't see Alabama with a transfer portal QB, because how can you take the figurehead of your program, the leader, the most inspirational, the most influential, the biggest name face in your program from another school I just look at it like, dog, I didn't recruit you from the get-go and you didn't sign here from the get-go. Why would I take you back? Or why would I take you again? Or why would I take you now? I just don't fathom it. I can't grasp it. I won't grasp it. I just can't sit here and look at someone else taking a kid from another school. Can't do it. Can't do it. I just can't do it. It's unfortunate. I just, I can't stand seeing this shit. It's really, really fucked up. And uh, I don't know, man. Uh, unfortunate circumstances right now brewing in college football. And it's spiraling upwards. It's spiraling, spiraling upwards into the NFL. And that's just is what it is. On a brighter note, I cleared out my drains uh, two nights ago. I figured out a way to do it since I paid someone and they fucked me. Uh, I figured out a way to do it. I, I, I found two openings. I ran two pressure washers into each side. I blew up the middle piece. It finally loosened up. Then I pressure washed the open side and it got through both drains. I'm cool. Uh, it's pouring rain for the entire week according to the weather fucking systems here. Joe Cord maybe could help out. Uh, California is under rain advisories all week, and uh, I didn't want to get flooded out uh, again. So I got the drains working. Hopefully, I'm good. I can breathe a little bit. Uh, shout out to myself. Um, I don't know, man. It's fucked up where we are right now in college athletics. I really, we really are. Uh, I don't understand it at all. But it is what it is. Um. See what happens. Uh, three teams started the college football season ranked in the top 25 and failed to make a bowl. Texas A&M started the season ranked six, ended up five and seven. They've lost more kids to the portal than anybody. Uh, they lost to App State, Mississippi State, Alabama, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida, and Auburn. Um, Michigan State started off 15th, finished five and seven. They lost to Washington, Minnesota, Maryland, Ohio State, Michigan, Indiana, and Penn State. And they actually pretty much got dominated in all those games I just mentioned right there. Uh, Miami started the season ranked 16th, finished 5-7. and seven. They lost to AM, 
Middle Tennessee fucking state, North Carolina, Duke, Florida State, Clemson, and Pittsburgh. Uh, lost to all those teams. And uh, I want to project which coach is going to get fired first. And I want to know what, se- what school had the worst season of all those three. And uh, thirdly, which school is uh, going to have the biggest bounce back season next year between the three? I want to ask that. If you guys want to call in, call in. Give me a shout. I'll put the link in the chat. Um, if you want to call in, go ahead. Uh, the link is in the chat. Um, I want to ask which coach is going to get fired first from these three teams that were preseasonly ranked, and now they are not even in a bowl game. Second, which school had the worst season of all? And third, which team has a chance to win next year? Uh Interesting questions. If you want to call in, give me a call. Uh, if you're a member, call in. Um, Joe Cord, what up, man? What's the weather like in California? Because I'm fucked right now. My power's gone out twice. Yeah, my power was out a little bit ago. Um, <clears throat> so uh, right now, there's a big, massive, low-pressure system that's going across the country. Matt's going to get a lot of snow tomorrow in Colorado, uh, probably later today. Uh, California-wise, right now, there's an upper-level low sitting off the coast, like south of uh, Los Angeles and just the west of San Diego. It's kind of spinning a little bit. It's what's giving you the rain today. Uh, looks like it clears out tonight, and then you look pretty good for the rest of the week, Coach. It looks like Saturday you might have a slight chance of rain again. Really? It's um, not going to rain all week? No, it's not going to rain all week there. Uh, long-term-wise, maybe next week, it looks like another big old like, low-pressure system is going to come off the uh, – off of a off the Pacific, and probably give you rain probably midweek next week. Probably not as much as you had in the last couple of days, but looks like today you're just kind of washing out a little bit, and then it should clear out later tonight. It'd be kind of cold. It's got you guys down to about 42 tonight. Yeah, it's been cold as hell. Yeah, it's, so you're gonna be in the mid 60s for the rest of the week, um, and then the upper 40s. So, damn. So what? Why did the power go out there? Uh, they had a substation uh overload deal so i called and thought that you know like oh yes we've had many calls but i mean they basically got it back up and obviously i'm back running the forecast like right now but turn on the show love the show i didn't like the viking game yesterday i'll tell you that right now um i got a question for you coach uh did you watch a little bit of the game or see any of the highlights of the game um yeah i watched minnesota game i actually watched it because i had some dfs picks going on so uh, they're they're the only team that there's a they're, they're 10 and 3 but i guess they're the only 10 and 3 team ever to have more points scored against them than points for them yeah they do their defense is atrocious i don't think they can i don't think they can they're just another team man that figured out how to win some games that they should have won and that's how bad that's just why i always say i think football is bad as it's been right now i just think football is fucking bad i don't know who to trust i can't trust any of these teams right now um there's not one team that i fully trust and i don't trust the niners i don't trust the eagles and i don't trust the vikings and i don't trust the chiefs and i don't trust the Bengals. and those are the best teams and i definitely don't trust the bills they yeah. haven't been there yet so I don't I know who to trust, man. It's interesting. My issue, my issue comes down to Minnesota not stopping any of like the mid, 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 mid throws through the like basically the middle, the middle of the um, field, but also like on the they they go whenever they go one on one in the corners, uh, Minnesota's always getting beat. Harrison Smith's trying to come over to try to cover and help out. I guess it's like cover two, I think it's called. Uh, but 
a lot of times their 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 corners can't match up with, whatsoever with any of these receivers. I mean, That's we saw these wide out. That's these big time wideouts. They can't they can't cover Cincinnati if they had to play them. They couldn't cover fucking. Uh, I don't think they can cover Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay can't protect either. So that you wouldn't. But all the big time wideout crews out there, like uh, that, are in the NFL right now. You know, you got Chiefs, you got Bengals, um, you got Dolphins, um, Eagles. Got AJ. You know, there's a couple other teams out there that's got some big time wideout crews. Uh, the Lions obviously have one. They showed that last night. Uh, that is uh, something you guys can't cover. Yeah, and that's it. we play the Colts next week at home. So I mean, we have a good chance of winning this game, but. Uh, because I do think we do pretty good with the interior run aspect of it. So I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to be too much of a factor. But, you know, like Pittman, I don't know if Pittman's still hurt or nothing like that. But I think they got a good chance of winning this week. But if you look at, you know, playoff-wise, they're going to get slaughtered. I, I, I think they're just going to get slaughtered because, I mean, I mean, Cowboys basically exploited them. Um, the Eagles yeah. exploited them early in the season, but I think the Eagles – and Vikings match up pretty good. I mean, I know that A.J. Brown is a really good receiver. But, you know, and Devonta Smith is good too. But I I think they match up better against the Eagles than they match up against the Cowboys. So that's what I would rather see in the playoffs. But like you said, Cincinnati right now is playing out of their mind. So yeah, I don't see it. They're playing, man. They're playing. Uh, hey, man, I hope you get out of this damn weather and you're all right. I'll be in no tornadoes. Well, there's going to be a, a – down in Louisiana – uh later tonight well today it's gonna be more of uh west texas and oklahoma but it's gonna be like way late tonight as this low spread comes. but tomorrow if you live in shreveport kind of in that northern part of uh louisiana uh and that western side of mississippi um there is a good slight chance and i would, I would say an enhanced chance of tornadoes so i would just be if you live in shreveport that would probably be like the biggest city in the area i would just keep an eye on that tomorrow so Hey, you heard it here, Joe Coy, weatherman. Hey, I appreciate you, Joe. I'll hit you up later on. All right, see you, buddy. Later. Yep. Um, hey, it's a great day to have a great day. Uh, you guys want to call in, talk about those questions? If not, uh, we're going to get up out of here today, uh, 840 on the West Coast. You guys get ready for Pat McAfee show at 9 or whoever else you watch or do. Uh, that's what she said. He said, uh, I'm going to do a live watch party tonight uh, for the Monday night football game. We'll do it live right here on the Coach JB channel. Head on over to Coach JB store, get you some merch, and uh, go to canadipcbd.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. I'll be on Whitlock here in a minute. I'm going to get ready for that. It comes on live at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. I'm on Whitlock, so tune into that later on. And then I'll jump on live today for a live watch party. I'll be smoking a stick, sipping some yak, and we'll watch the Monday Night Football game. And I'll break down all things mental midget Kyler Murray. Appreciate all you guys joining me this morning, man. And, and, and like I said, if you're not here for the watch party tonight at 5, uh, join me again in the morning, uh, 6 a.m. Pacific, as I'll get here and get it cracking right here on the Coach JB Show. Leave a like. Pound the like, become a member if you're not one, and tell a friend. Appreciate you guys, man. I'll see you tonight or tomorrow morning. Appreciate you always. Peace out. Uh, love, peace, and hair grease. Uh, can't wait to see you guys later on. Peace out. <music>